I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. I heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? All right, welcome to Roast Mortem, yeah. the most woke podcast ever. We make yes. Ira Glass look like Richard Spencer. Who? My name is Tom. I'm awake. I'm Travis. Hi. And you're Cody for this evening. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, Travis, why is uh, Mike not here? How about how about you tell us why Mike isn't here? Because he told us why you weren't here last episode. Fucking hate Mike. That's why he's not here. I <laughs> fucking hate here. Mike. Good. Mike Travis. has Mike had twins. Well, yeah. actually, he's, he's visiting my twins. It's called Left and Right Nut. <laughs> that nut. Left and Right Nut? Yeah. Those are your uh-huh. twins. Those are my twins. Nice. Good twins. <laughs> so left- I got a bone to pick with you guys. You're knocking on the mother country yesterday, or on the, the last show, so hard. Yeah. Yeah, we were. And uh-huh. I, I used that, your absence, as an opportunity to throw you under the bus. I would make an effigy of uh, Benedict Arnold and suck the cucumber penis. Okay. That's actually good luck. That's good luck, though. Is that an effigy That's like or a, a sex doll at that point? Uh, it's it's an effing doll. Oh. <laughs> Tom, I'm the wordsmith. Fuck you. Yeah, sorry. That's it, gonna, it's the that's gonna be my cucumber. It's so cool in your mouth. Reminds you of, of tea and taxes. Um, things like Ricky Gervais. Uh, this, this is where you are supposed to be right now, Travis. Um, sorry. Well, all right. Well, uh, before we get into the night's subject, which is a complete, we're talking England dog tonight, England so hard just to make up for the fact that you are fucking like England sucks. We're going to go to England. Listen, we have English listeners, you know, English, you know that I'm not shitting on England entirely. I just need to be clear. I'm shitting on you. <laughs> Me? Yeah. I'm yeah. Sh- you. Oh. You are getting the shit. Oh. Not the English. Not the English until because you know you can't choose where you are born, what you do, but you you're choosing to not want to be of our cloth. You hate stars and stripes. Yeah. Uh, God well, save the queen. The sea rules the sea that never does the waves. How is everyone's week? I, wow, you snuck in there. Cody, why don't you uh, get in there first? Do you guys ever have like one of those weird like phantom shits? Like I'm, I'm noticing like when I'm in, like hitting my 30s, those are becoming like more and more fucking uh, uh by, in my by life. phantom shit do you mean you're just shitting your pants or No, 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 <laughs> like I'll be in the middle of like doing something important, like eating a Pop-Tart and then like I'll get like oh I got I got to go like shit. Like there's there's like a fucking no, like I 18 pound knotted rebar of a turd in my stomach and I've got to waddle to the bathroom before this uh hits critical mass. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I've been I and know what you you're talking about. In the about. bathroom. I have. Yes. I I have been squeezing out hammer handles recently like Well, it's... no, that's not me. Okay. Let me finish. Like I waddle in the bathroom and I just, you know, start to apply like initial thrusters and then uh, like uh you know some gas escapes and I'm like okay yeah this makes sense this is huge there's gas in the pipes but I keep applying general thrusters 
and it's all fart, and I'm just like, ah. Dude, your but, so, is your butthole just going like this, like? No, it's making like this fucking sexually aggravated goose noise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that, right? Yeah, like a Corvette failing to you know turn over. Ken rolling. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, I'm, you know, first of all, I was tricked onto the toilet by my own body, and I'm slightly pissed of that, but then you realize, like, it was kind of like a magic trick. It made, like, a, a fucking, like, brown anvil made of Play-Doh just disappear. That you, you, you swore, you, you could have sworn, like, there is, like, you know, a, a fucking 18-pound, like, Dude, like you guys inside of you. Go to you gotta listen. Nothing. Cody, you gotta listen to Louis Armstrong and uh, take that Swiss Chris. I'm all about that Swiss Chris, dog. Now yeah, I'm just saying about that. <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't like I was backed up. It was just like, oh, this is this entire thing was not the the right state of matter. I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I have been there before, uh, not recently, but I I know what you're coming from, and it's very disappointing. Cause who are you gonna build for those hours? You know. No, you still bill whoever, but it's like it's this weird roller coaster, which is like I was aggravated because I was tricked into being naked on my toilet. But then again, it was just like, oh, this is a right. magic trick. And I'm like slightly like right. entertained and like clapping like, oh, it's gone. What, Look, you also have to be naked, too. So yeah. that's a yeah, whole other procedure. To, you know, didn't have to wipe, but I did just to be safe. Of Please. course. Um, Cody, let me ask you something. I know mm. uh, we all know it's mm. common knowledge. Anyone who listens to the show knows that Cody goes to the bathroom naked entirely strips down do you make the exception of the shirt you stop pulling it off as it hits your hair and wear it oh. as a hat <laughs> oh dude sometimes i do like the the entirely over the head so i feel like aladdin remember yeah. how aladdin had like the just the vest and no shirt like i kind of yeah. do that yeah i mean that's that is a good way to shit because y you know it's business, okay? Someone knocks on the door, you forget to lock, they see you wearing a hat, they know that you're actually trying to hurry up out of there, and there's no talk. Oh, it says, there's no talk. Yeah, it says occupied without saying occupied. Right, exactly. Very good. They, excuse me, it says occupado. Get the fuck out of my face. I'm pooping with no shirt on, hat. Just hats only. All right, Travis, how many times did you poop this week, and how was it? How was your um, week? Oh my god. Well, I have been taking Swiss Chris because I cannot apply any thrusters post-surgery. It oh. just has to fall out. Oh Cause, no. Because I can't use That's... my core at all for like eight weeks. <laughs> You're gonna get <laughs> This is gonna be ridiculous. Eight weeks yeah. of no core strength. Oh, there's just like the... half a turd just perpetually in you. Yeah, like... no, I just have to sit on the toilet and wait for it just to like like Cakewalk out of my butthole. Do you take it's one of those rubber thing. mallets and hit the top of your head? <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of poop talk for a top of an episode. Boop, 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 boop. This isn't yeah, what no. the podcast usually is about. But. I, I am kind of back to healthy. I got my little uh, tube pulled out of my body. My hernia is all stitched up. Nice. And the tube did not have poop in it. Matt kept mentioning that I had I was shitting in a bag. It was sanguineous fluid. Tom, you were kind of closer with the Capri Sun bag. Right. Oh, because I knew it, was, it wasn't poop. I just let was, Matt have his fun. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying that it, it was like, it wasn't blood. I never heard of sanguineous fluid before. What is that? It Travis? was like a pink, it was like pink water. Like, uh, it was in there, and I was like, is that blood? And they're like, no, it's just like, you know how you're like 92% water or like 98% water? That's just like the fucking water that's inside of you. But you it's bloody dumb. water because uh, sangui is. Um, yeah, blood. 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 So, yeah, yeah. You got sang. You got bloody. Hey, Tom. 
Yes. Uh, shout out to Sangui Sugabog. Um, wow. So you're all right now. We can make fun of you again. You were making fun of me? Right. <laughs> I, I wasn't forgot. Right. And, and that, I, I just brought well, we that up. we can do it carefree I, now. I just had, I brought that up to show the listeners that we have integrity. Yeah. So, <laughs> Iotas of it, but yeah. yes. It's no, here. I'm doing it. I'm doing all right. I just, you know, the day before they were going to pull out my tube, my tube, mm-hmm. I knocked over a French press onto my leg, scalding hot. French press shatters all over the floor. Oh. Right no. next to my balls. So, I, And then after that, a day later, I dropped my pizza, cheese down on the floor. Where, did you eat it? I did. Of course he did. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I've had like a Charlie Brown week. I'm a little mopey boy. Well, I'm sorry about that. But I'm not mopey right now. I'm back to being with my friends. Tom, how's your week? You know, I'm just glad you told me that you're weak. Um, Even though though it was rough, you're smiling. And that's what counts. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Yeah. Thanks, Mm -hmm. Walt Disney. So my week, what the hell did I do? Um, Oh, yeah. I did did roast, not roast mortem, heavy hole, the other one. I did that yesterday. We had a morning one. Ooh, was, oh. uh, yeah, we had uh, people across the pond calling in, uh, so, so we had to make that work, and then what the hell did I do? I, I, I'm exhausted. I, I've, I've done so much, and it's all nothing. It's all meaningless. So I'm having an existential week. Dude, I love existential crises. Right, and with existentialism and, and any kind of talk, it's good to just move past it, because you don't get anywhere. So, Travis, who's on the chopping block? Nice. Well, as I mentioned, yeah. you know, you guys were yeah, shitting yeah. all over England last week. Now we're going to be doing the big fat Henry VIII. Oh. You don't know who this guy is. He's a serial uh, sex boy. He likes getting head. He's head of state. He's a flute player. You know, <laughs> all that <laughs> shit. Who doesn't like a good flute? Yeah. Um, so if you haven't heard of Henry VIII, he was uh, the king of England in the 16th century. But before we kind of get into this guy, I want to set the scene because yeah. a lot of people, when they think Henry VIII, they think like, oh, medieval times. First of all, he's not medieval times. This is a renaissance. Mm. So they're a little okay. bit smart, only just a tad smarter. But this is the same time period. Like he lived during the same time period as Martin Luther Leonardo da Vinci and Jacob Fugger, the guys we've roasted. Um, so it's a time of great change in both religious religion, science, and poop humor. Scratch and hemorrhoids. Poop humor. Good, we're, yeah. like, we're, we're on the breaking edge of something with the beginning of the show because we're just talking about poop so much. Yeah, I, I'm ready to stop doing that whenever you guys are, but I'm also <laughs> not willing to stop first. You guys it's stop. Hard. Stopping is hard. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not good at leading. Well, I feel like Americans have this idea of the English being kind of prudish, regal, stuck up, kind of like nerdy, right? Like, especially when it comes to royalty, right? Like, ho, 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 The Queen's yeah. English. You know, the Queen's English. Yeah, exactly. Now, I think some of that's a little bit warranted. Sure, uh, royalty is kind of up their own ass because they've never had to work ever in their lives. But right. I've lived in the UK. I'm a huge... Anglophile, and the people of the United Kingdom are filthy perverts that put rock and roll of America to shame. Mm. These these people are this is great. Are are you sure they're putting it to shame? 
Yes. Wow. Okay, very unresearched statement, but we'll let it go. <laughs> Don't worry, this is a 180 script. I love 180s. It's Favorite really trick a... that Mike is doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, at the top of the English society is the royal family, and they are no less filthy animals than their subjects. In fact, they're actually more filthy. Now, as we go through the biggest soap opera of a royal reign, Henry VIII, I want you to throw away all the prim and proper stuff like dainty ladies and chivalrous, chivalrous knights from your Disney brain-fed you know, minds, pristine cool. castles. Learn. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Learn. Shrek. I mean, there's Shrek. That's a documentary as well. I talk about the mummy being a documentary. Oh man, Shrek is more of a documentary. But it's, remember it's that start, donkey fucked a dragon. It starts in the mud, and it ends in what is most likely incest. Because what's the likeliness of two augurs happening yeah. to be in the same land like that? It's very unlikely. Couple yeah, and then, augurs, and then Edward Murphy's mm. is a is a is a dog. <laughs> He's a, just a dog in the show. Yeah, that's the dog. That's one of my favorite shows. <laughs> dog show. <laughs> so I want you to put all the like fairy godmother princess shit to bed. And I want you to imagine this shit unfolding in like a pencil tucky trailer park, complete with Betty Sue getting knocked up by her brother uncle, Billy Bob and Buddy Joe fighting uh, fighting to the death with their airsofts and gas station gravity knives, and the neighbors having a nice naked family picnic in their 82 Cutlass on blocks. Wow. White people. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's a great country we have that people are afforded the opportunity to do it. Let's, let's pretend that the English have the same freedoms as us. Okay, Travis, go. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they have more freedoms because they sure. got all the money. Sure, yeah. Why don't you ask them uh, about that time they asked uh, all their citizens to turn in their steak knives? And there's still more stabbings in London than probably anywhere. Dude, they turned it in because Outback had a knife shortage. Right. And they had to protect the Commonwealth. They and how are, how are Americans going to eat, uh, uh, what is the, the fucking onion flour? Bloomin' onion. Bloomin' onion. Without knives, like a proper person. You're not supposed to eat your hands. It's not a finger food. I want to continue, but I, I can't because I want to mention that they serve the knives with steak and they serve it with the pumpernickel bread. Yeah. Now, everything else is hands food, including the soup. And the That's because you're a dog, sir. You're a dog, sir. You're supposed to cut your soup with a knife. I'm a dog. All right. They call it the pumpernickel stab. Let's go. Let's go to <laughs> London. Before All right. we move on, I want you to I want you to order a bloomin' onion as an onion flower the next time you're in there and just record the waitress's like reaction. <laughs> onion flower, please. Dude, she probably gets it all the time. Can I get one of them onion daffodils? Sir, we're closed like thirty five percent of the other businesses in the States right now. But uh thanks for coming. <laughs> so Henry Tudor was born to Henry King Henry the Seventh, June twenty eighth. 1491. Yeah. In Greenwich, Kent. Greenwich, Kent. <laughs> Off to a great start. <laughs> yeah. Greenwich. What was, the, what was the date on that? 14, uh, 1491. 1491? Okay. All right. Yeah. That's weird. Why? Uh, it just, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, like, in my mind, I'm trying to find where America is in this time and place, like an idiot. 
Dude, America's like, like one more year until they find it. Our favorite yeah. Italian rapist is on the ocean. He's he's ready to go. Yeah. America's in his crosshairs. He's like, ooh. I'm going to get laid by some Indian broads. That's what he was saying. Yep, yep. Yeah, okay. So there was this huge civil war in England that ended only a few years before Henry Tudor was born. It was mm-hmm. the War of the Roses. And oh. uh, I'm sure we will talk about that at some point in detail. It's essentially a bunch of fights between a bunch of noble houses. And they're like, I get the throne. You get the throne. Blah, 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 blah. It was a mess. But the Tudors won. And Henry the Se- Seventh became king in 1485. Why was it called the War of the Roses? Because each of the royal houses went on back page back when it was alive, and they were trying oh. to bid on the same um, sex worker with roses. So, like, no, oh, eight hundred right. roses. Yeah, it's a stretch, but that's what our imagination's for. <laughs> yeah, and podcasting. So we'll we'll figure out. We'll find out why it was wrong. Well, basically, they all had roses in their flags and their I'll coat of arms. It. I'll take I was, it. Yeah. yeah. There's gonna... white roses, there's red roses, there's blue roses. I don't roses. Know. Yeah. Needless to say, there's going to be some tension between these royal houses during Henry Tudor's childhood and his reign, and a lot of heads are going to be cut off. Cut! Sick. Just like your last guy, Minor. Oh, yeah. That's a small Cutting head. Heads that's the miniature head. It's Lower the only head, head that counts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, Mary Antoinette was just like, we're going to chop your face off. And she was like, can you just cut my penis off? And the French Revolution was just like, no, we're not settling for your penis, Mary. God damn it. I'm telling you, it's more valuable. I don't want to wake up with this erection every morning. Do you think women have like, those like phantom limb? Do they have that with penises? Um, Like, do women get like mental erections? Like, like, oh, fucking yeah, like a lady bar. Like, fucking yeah. Yeah. I would I would say two. Th- I'd wager a yes, and I'd also wager this might be considered hate speech to a certain community. <laughs> so I think we should keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, don't worry. We're going to talk about a lot of limbs falling off, and I don't know. It was, right, it's context. Yeah. Don't get mad. Yeah. Come on, yeah, I'm don't get fun. mad. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. That's the That's best history. thing to say That's to someone. Don't get, mad. don't get mad. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> so, uh, Henry was not the first in line of secession. Uh, he had an older brother named Arthur, Prince of Wales. Wait, so the oldest of the siblings was not named after the father? Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that. It's weird. I feel like we run that a lot of times. Don't you think the first one would be like, yeah, that's me Henry, too? Yeah, yeah. yeah wait. Too. Um, who just? Oh yeah, Benedict Arnold. He did, he was one of those, but. He had an older brother who was named Benedict oh. after his father, but he died. Oh, okay. then they just switched it? So they're like, now you're Richard, Benedict. They pulled an Aphex twin. They, they're like, you're <laughs> going to make music now. And he said, no, I'm going to betray my country. <laughs> so Henry's the second, but that doesn't mean... Sorry, Henry is the second in line, not the Henry the second. That's a different person. Henry is the second in line, but that doesn't mean that he was neglected. By the age of five, Henry owned several castles. He was the Earl Marshal of England and Lord Lieutenant of Ireland. Ooh. So this is a kid. Title. Yeah, this is a kid that gets everything he wants. 
Uh, he's already set up for success growing up. You know, you want to give, I, I'm not a parent, but I imagine if I was, you want to let your child know that they are the most important thing in the world and everyone else's time is not important. Amen. Yeah. We, let's get a world of that going. <laughs> We're really close. So, so yeah, set them up with the Instagram account right away mm -hmm. and just uh, teach them how to do selfies first. <clears throat> That's it. That's all they need. Yeah, because they're obviously going to be millionaires. Also, a million dollars isn't going to be worth anything by the time they're an adult. That's going to be a million dollars a year will be the equivalent of twenty two thousand dollars a year. And every trailer will be uh, mortgaged by the government for you. Wow. <laughs> That's so, not my business anymore. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Uh, we got to keep moving before we turn into the boomer podcast. Sorry. Yeah, I'll take it back. <laughs> Dude, I'm Zoomer, bro. Watch me do a kickflip. Look, I'm Mike. We don't have Mike, so whatever. Is he Fuck okay? Shit. Did we check on him? I hate Mike. I I hate Mike. I don't care. I don't care what happened to him. I Maybe hate Mike. Maybe his fucking knees fell off today, Travis. Maybe today's the fucking day. He's uh. kneeless. Well, I, all, all I'm going to tell you both is uh, he's not dead, and use your imagination. <laughs> okay. So I'm not going to go in much into Henry's youth growing up as upbringing because we got a lot of juicy dirt to talk about like a mud juicy cup dirt mud cup of wor weekly worm uh but henry henry was like the most typical knightly prince of those disney brainwash things that you could imagine that's him growing up right he's a lot taller he's good looking he's way less in inbred than like the buck tooth sewer really? people that are on the throne right now um was it an accident? What happened? Why is he not inbred? Well, it's just a lot further. It was longer ago, a little lo longer down the line. There's more inbreeding since. <laughs> right. Okay. Hmm. So you know? I'm learning. Handsome, long tongue. He's ready to ride. Oh, long don't tongue. don't get me wrong. He's still inbred. It's just the guy looked relatively normal when he was stocky and wasn't sickly like all the royalty now. Right. No King Charles with a head the shape of a shoehorn. Yeah. Ooh. So he excelled in the art of war. He was one of the best swordsmen in the realm. He jousted. He hunted. He played tennis. Mario tennis. That was all the rage. Wow. He was also highly intelligent. Really? Which is something that was rare back then because people ate juicy dirt all the time. You're coming back to this juicy dirt for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> um. In fact, before the Renaissance, which is what the period we're entering or the period we're in, royals actually used to boast that they couldn't read. They're like, I can't read, you oh. stupid idiot. I got this guy over here who reads for me. He does the talking. That, that happens today, though. Like, certain people who don't understand languages that we're taught, computer languages, I don't know that shit. You know, f our fathers, I don't know that. Yeah, I got yeah. you for that, son. Yeah, oh, fuck. I mean, my dad's actually very good. I don't want to throw him under the bus. He he uh he he taught me how to use the internet, the safe ones, the safe internet. Oh, okay, I, that's why I'm not a twisted fuck. Yeah, the the shallow web. He's he's very good. I actually go to him when I have problems with my All right. computers. All right, son. First, you got to install Tor. Make sure that your IP is hidden. Yes. So is that your dad? Yeah, he's, he talks like that. He's got a low grumble, especially when he's uh, installing Tor. Internet. Yeah, yeah. using mm. Linuxes on my computer. Um, so, yeah, no, you can continue. I'm sorry. 
Oh, all right. So Henry also had a soft side. He was fond of the arts and music. He played lutes, flutes, and the virginal, which was a medieval organ. The virginal. But he also did play virgins as well a lot with his penis. You missed the joke of with his organ. Yeah, yeah. His, or- his organ penis. You missed it. Cody, uh, if there was a point system, you would have several for that one. Okay. And All right. Well, just start over. Negative. Dude, I don't, even, I don't even think of your penis as an organ. I think of it as like um, another person that lives in my pants. You're not going to call a person an organ. It's an organ. Well, it's, like, it's, on the, it's on the outside, which is weird. I can't think of anything else that has an outside organ. Cody, your skin is showing. Oh, your epidermis. Is that an organ? I guess you're right. Yeah. Someone Skin told me that penis. was an organ when I was in some school. I don't remember. But um, I, I think that they're wrong. I don't know if the skin is actually an organ. I think we've been misled by people uh, such as Snapple Corporation. They are people <laughs> at Snapple. <laughs> so, all right. This guy had a lot going for him. Everyone loved Henry. Henry Tudor. Everyone loved this guy. So when Henry was 11, his older brother, Arthur, died at the ripe old age of 15 from a strange sick from a strange illness that doesn't exist anymore called english sweating disease (laughs) okay travis i think you might have a mild case of that oh dude i'm sweating all the time man they actually don't know what this disease is it's like a a fossil it's like a you know like a dinosaur of viruses wow do you think that maybe it's like um your dna fighting itself like when you're inbred just enough and then y- you match up with a- I mean I know you said they're not heavily inbred okay well this but yeah even the wrong combination just a little <laughs> bit and they start fighting and pushing out all the 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 good oils in your body uh, that that might be I, well the sweating dis- the english sweating disease was actually like a plague like it was kind of like coronavirus it would sweep in and everyone would get all sweaty and juicy and like people would start dying apparently you die in like this is yeah, England. This, this is, is England. England. So it's not a disease. It's the sun. No, well, it's the England. Sun came to England. Well, Tom, they're actually they're actually also in the middle of an ice age. It got- <laughs> there was a mini ice age in the Renaissance in Europe. So yeah. like the sun pops out and they're like, ah, oh, sweaty. Right. Fuck. So right, they're in the ice age. They're like they're 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 cool. They're collecting their nuts, and then all of a sudden the sun shows up for one particularly <laughs> warm day, and boom. English sweating disease rocks the nation. <laughs> 45,000 dead. So, no Gatorade to be found. It's Lucasade over there. Lucasade, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> um, Arthur was married. So Henry's brother Arthur was married to the, a Spanish princess named Catherine of Aragon. Now, remember, back then, uh, you could think of a lifespan as just being really sped up. Because people died early, so they had to fuck earlier and marry earlier, uh, so you could like have kids before you right. died at like twenty nine. <laughs> right. So it's not really uh. weird that he's married at the age of fifteen. If you think of like that's almost like a midlife crisis. It's fine. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. And also, if you're king, you're especially if you're a royalty and you're the king, your duty, your first duty is to knock your wife up and have a son. Be- a son specifically because, you know, that's your blood. If you have a girl, then, you know, whatever. Girls don't count. Eh. 
Girls don't count. Well, they can't. They can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, the only thing daughters are there for, pretty much in the medieval times, were for like weird political traits. We're like, I got this daughter, and she looks real pretty. You want to marry her? Give me some land. Oh. I'll <laughs> you trade th- you four chickens and an orange. Do you think that the women were just too beautiful back then that they couldn't see past and and, and see the beauty that was inside because everyone was hot back then? Tom, all women are beautiful. Okay, That's... I beg to differ, but... <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> so, anyway, Arthur's dead. This meant that Henry was next in line for the throne. So, the focus shifts to this 11-year-old Henry. And Henry is not betrothed to anyone. He does not he doesn't have a princess. Because they'd, like, line up these kids when they were young. They're like, you're six, she's seven. But, like, when you're old enough to fucks, you're going to be married. Right. Remember, this is also super Christian, too. You're not supposed to really, like... I mean, the dudes would fuck everything, but if you're a chick, you have to stay a virgin. Like, there's the whole procedure. A lot of procedure involved. You better keep that thing intact. I don't even know how those work, to be honest with you, because, you know, I'm an adult man. No, I'm talking about, like, like the cherry thing. That's, like, what they... Isn't that hymen? The hymen? hymen. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a thing that people can check, but then also it's different on every woman, so well, it doesn't it's just really like, mean anything? Like well, a, a woman, yeah, doesn't, it doesn't. Apparently, it can break anyway, but I think it's kind of like the concept of like the Snapple Top, where you hear the click and you know that no one's tampered with it. Wow. Well, that's. <laughs> but the thing is, like, it can break from not sexual things. Yeah. Like you know, everyone's like riding horses back then. Of course, yeah. they're popping. There you go. Shit got popped, but whatever. So, like, you want to marry your kids off to someone important's kids, right? If you went to daycare with your little Bobby and and Sally, like, oh, man, you are a six-figure husband. And, like, look, we have children. Like, we're six-figure people. Let's marry our kids. Yeah, my mom tried to get me to hang out with richer kids than we were. Um, (laughs) Hmm. And all that did was make me, it filled me up with orange juice. These kids had good orange juice at their house. Yeah, man. Wouldn't be stingy with it either. No, they'd be like, you want another glass of orange juice? Yes. My dad doesn't buy that much orange juice, and it's not the good kind. They would have tang. so much orange juice. Yeah, the, crackers. have Sunny D or Tang. The kind of treats that were individually wrapped. I, I had Dungaroos at the first time at a rich kid's house. I was like, Whoa, what the hell is this? <laughs> I used to re- <laughs> reuse Ziplocs where we'd put saltines and, and cream cheese on them. And you get dungaroos that you don't have to reuse the Ziploc on? Come on. Of course I get where these parents are coming from. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. We're going current events. That's Oh, yeah. Real quick. Should we just uh, do, do this? Or yeah, no? yeah. Of course. Rose, Rose Morton will be okay. introducing current events for fun. All right. We're doing, a, we're doing a pause story. Henry is not betrothed. We just started, really. But uh, pause story. I just read an ar- article. I know we don't do this on the show, but I read an article that Vietnamese police, Vietnamese police confiscated like 300,000 condoms, but here's the catch. They were all used and rinsed out. <laughs> okay. So here's, here's my question with that. You just said the number 300,000, which means there's some poor fucking Vietnamese like police clerk schmuck that had to actually count fucking recycled condoms all the way until he hit the number 300,000. Cody, that's like the best job in the world. 
you have to that's, touch them though. That's I can't. Like, that's, I can't count that high without actually touching it. You know oh, what I mean? Like if I got a stack of singles, I got to touch each one to get to like you know eighteen. Cody, when I tell a joke to you, right? Yeah. Sometimes they miss. Sometimes you're like, Tom, that's not that funny. You're just being, you know, stupid. Was I Ima- doing that? No. What I'm saying here, the analogy I'm going to make is imagine counting mm-hmm. 300,000 jokes that are all gold. <laughs> you can't touch them, though. Yeah, but it's the funniest thing ever. Uh, you, they you, said you, that guy, whoever counted them is going to live forever because laughter they is said- the best medicine. They said the container that it was in weighed 730 pounds of just used condoms. Well, Well, is is that like net weight or is the the dried sesamond factor in? Did they zero out the scale for the sesamond? I don't, I don't know, dude. I think I just threw it on there wet like a fish. So, so but, I mean, this kind of this all no, no, this all kind of ties in here. Right. So we're going to be talking about trying to get people pregnant. I understand, but one thing I don't think you made clear to our listeners is that those were being washed and and repackaged for resale. Yeah. That was not like just a bunch of guys washing out condoms <laughs> on the, on their weekend, on their Memorial well, why would Day. Because they were bored. Right. These are, these are uh, business Upcyclers. venturists. They are capitalists at the heart and also very ecologically conscious so yeah, we yeah. can applaud these criminals a lot of latex uh saved from the landfill there up up recycling not recyclable up-cycling. you cannot recycle a condom do you know what happens if you recycle a condom you kill uh 30 uh you kill 300 people on an airplane because yeah. they use the wrong parts it falls apart mid midair everyone's dead <laughs> travis continue Okay, so that really wasn't so much of a tangent because this whole story is about trying to get people pregnant. And back to Henry, he's got to find a fucking lady to get pregnant. So King Henry the Seventh is like, I hit the jackpot because not only did I get to marry our, off Arthur to the Spanish princess here, but it means that he got some land and shit in return for that. Now he gets to marry off his other son to another princess, which means he gets even more land and even more jewels. Nice. Cause like, it's not like the first one's revoked. Like I was like, Oh, here we go. Now, now he can go turn around to France and be like, I don't know. Give me a fucking cris- a bunch of croissants. Right. More please. Yeah. So Papa Henry asks his son, he's like, who you want married, dude? You could marry anyone. Look at all these sexy princesses out there. And Henry's oh, like, I want that one. Oh, and he points God. to Catherine of Aragon. His brother's wife, his dead brother's wife. Well, and the king's like, "Wait, you want to marry your dead brother's wife? That's like ghost Eskimo brothers with your brother." And Henry's like, "Yeah, titties." <laughs> I now, mean, it, well, it makes sense. Kids always want to do what their older siblings do. Yeah. So the king's like, "Are you sure?" Because you know the Catholic Church, and I know you know about that because you're like the star tenor singer in their youth group chorus. Great voice. Mm. Um, you know that they have a thing where you're like not supposed to marry your brother's widow because like the big man upstairs will get pissed off. At where you. does it say that? Plus, it's kind of creepy and gross. I, a little I, creepy, and gross. I'm very familiar with the Bible. I read it every night before I go to bed. I still really? have not found anything that says that's a bad idea. Uh, I think this was more just like the Pope being like, your brother dies, don't touch her wife. All right, the Pope isn't God. 
Okay. Yeah. The Pope, the Pope has an ego problem. Yeah. Since <laughs> when does the Pope make any decisions for anyone? <laughs> Every Pope ever has been a bastard. Okay. Because they're never really listening to God. They're always listening to people. What people want. <laughs> oh, we want fairness and equality. Yada yada oh. yada. Read the book. It's all there. It's a manuscript. It's ready to go. So the king is like, all right, you're a little young to get married, so you're going to be betrothed to your brother's widow, just so maybe you'll change your mind and I could marry you off to someone else. <laughs> I got some options, you know, like you're only 11. Wow. Like, I don't know, so, Roblox is your favorite game now, yeah. and then Fortnite, you're going to like that one, you know? So imagine a dad just trying to get his son to horn dog on something else than what he already wants to. <laughs> Yeah. Like, how about oh. this one? This one's got bigger tits, son. They're like, no. Well, my dead brother's wife. Good thing royalty so, actually doesn't do anything for a living. You know, because it's like, oh, I got to fix this. Well, fix my schedule, secretary of royal man. Because I got to uh -huh. take my son out to Chuck E. Cheese to find his next wife. <laughs> Where a kid can be a kid. Where a well. kid can get married off into a royal family. And then down the line, be a disgrace. In a ball pit. <laughs> in a ball pit. Yes. Hey, you guys want to touch tongues? We got a, a, a priest installed above this ball pit. He will marry you right there. <laughs> why, is, why is there a priest in the ball pit? I hate that. I paid him to be there. He might be dead. We haven't checked on him in a while, but there's well, definitely a priest up there. Wait, is there a rabbi at the end of the slide that gives circumcisions when you go down? No, oh, he... The only rabbi in town is is at the bottom of a hole that I made uh, that's guarded by several Irishmen. <laughs> because this is England in yeah, the 1500s. Right. Every yeah. time the rabbi is almost close to, like, crawling out of the hole, the Irishman just, like, puts his heel on, like, the bridge of that rabbi's nose and just pushes him back down the <laughs> hole. Yeah, right? Right on the nose. You got all this. You're never getting out of here. What a cartoon we're making. So we're going to fast forward a little bit. Henry turns 17 years old, yeah. and his father, King Henry VII, dies of the good old consumption. TV. There you go. Nice. That, the, that one disease that got a rebrand for some reason. Yeah, dude. So now Henry Tudor becomes King Henry VIII, King of England. Woohoo. And he immediately marries Catherine of Aragon. <laughs> Didn't He's work, like, I'm Dad. king now. You died in TB. Yeah. And now you have no say of anything. I don't care where you put priests and Irishmen. <laughs> so this 17-year-old becomes one of the wealthiest, most powerful men in the world. His inheritance from his father was 1.2 million pounds. In modern USD, that's about 55 million. But you got to think, on top of that, he's getting all the land. I mean, they own Ireland. They're like the Lord of Ireland. Come on, we all. Everyone knows. If you don't know this, if if this is news, and I'm being dead serious here, your wealth is in your assets. Yeah, it's not in your mm -hmm. bank account. That's mm -hmm. where the kings are the cream. It's like, well, you know, I might be broke for a king, but I still own the property. To everything, all of the property, <laughs> all of it, I can imagine, is owned. I'm not having any problems. Yeah. So being a spoon-fed brat for his childhood. He blew through his inheritance pretty quickly. I mean, $55 million, you could blow through that. Yes. Well, whatever. Uh, but like a, uh, you know, Henry. Sorry, let me up. Uh, let me just say, let me uh, Leave it in, Zwick. 
Yeah, so Henry loved to rejuvenate and buy property and castles. He's like a flipper, right? Like he's like, oh, you can put these curtains right over here. It's going to look lovely. You keep the dungeon exactly the same. Maybe paint navy on the dungeon wall. Right. Oh, the backsplash. Yeah. So he's big into that. He loves fashion. He's a fashion boy. And all of his clothes were imbued with jewels and gems, right? Like you oh, think of a, a typical, yeah, a typical king, right? You put gems over everything, right? You bedazzled. This, this is before the TSA, so he can, you can put whatever you want on your clothing. Yeah, yeah. So he, yeah, he's doing whatever he wants, whenever he wants. And now, kind of, let's talk a little bit about his court, right? So the royal court was a place of intrigue. Every different noble house vying for the king's ear, right? And while they were supposed to be serving their liege, oftentimes, most times, they were serving their best interest. Um, and it was actually, interestingly enough, Henry was the first king that had enough flair that he commanded his subjects to call him your majesty. What? Huh. Yeah. Before that, it was either your grace or your highness. I like but your he, eminence. He, he was That's the one I was yelling, your majesty. Your majesty. Quick side story. <laughs> <laughs> My sister went to school when she was younger, elementary school, with two twins. Of course, oh, two God. twins. And, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. you can call this somewhat doxing, but I don't care because I'm sure they're nice people. You didn't name them that. I didn't name them this. But yes, these twins were named uh, your highness and your majesty. And um, they seemed to be fine. They came over for one of her birthday parties, and they seemed wow. like perfectly nice kids. But then when you think about that name, it seems like child abuse. Yeah. Well, so, I don't know where they are now, but I, bl- I, 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 I wish them a blessed life. So the Henry's y- your majesty. He's your majesty. He's your the majesty. first one. Yeah. Without him, they would have never had their name. That, that's why I brought it up. That's um, Yeah. Yeah, everyone knows uh, your majesty. We've all heard that term. Right. So you've got this court of people that are running around saying your majesty, your majesty. And the royal court was kind of like his inner circle or cabinet. So a royal court would usually consist of about 200 to 600 people. And the court consisted of both lords and ladies that not only kept the palace running, but they also, uh, the bulk of them were things called courtiers. Which were basically, if you can imagine, like a lobbyist for a royal house. People that don't do any work, they just kind of hang out, and they're like, yo, King, uh, I hear Lord uh, Jimmy Buffett over there needs to get another cheeseburger. It's like uh, Kanye West's camp. It's like his entourage, is that what that is? His entourage. I think he calls it a camp. Mm. because, Because he's very progressive, and he realizes that we're all children at heart. But he has a camp where all of his per- producer friends, and trust me, being a producer is not very hard when your computer does it all. And if you <laughs> want to argue with me on this, I will fight you to the death. As but a yes. producer. <laughs> yeah, as a producer, your computer does it all. So don't get up your own ass about it. You're not a producer. Don't put it on your resume. <laughs> so, yes, that's what his, Kanye's camp of producers Right, so you have all these courtiers who are, you know, they're they're there and they're trying to like get in the king's ear. They're part of his court, right? Um, 
they're also around for any like major feast or celebration and uh, same with like the barons and lords they would show up but this inner the innermost circle of the court was a thing called the privy chamber hmm. and now <laughs> these people had like the most power like you could think of them as um like uh, i guess they're more like the cabinet and like the outside is like the white house right okay so like these oh. are like the top advisors but not only did these people advise some of them were also servants that had all this power for example the most desirable and powerful role was a role called groom of the stool yeah baby now, that's right, Cody. This was the poopy boy Poop that boy. actually wiped the ass of the king. So he didn't have to do it. There was more to that job after the wipe. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was... You got it? You got it on? Yeah. Me? Let, let so, me have it. Well, the poopy boy was accompanied by the yeoman of the chamber, which he was the one that actually cleaned the the poopy, poopy pot. Um, and also the yeoman of the chamber every night would stab the king's mattress with a dagger to make sure there was no assassins hiding in the mattress. What a and, and he would also look down the poopy hole to make sure there was no assassins trying to climb in through the poopy hole because people were assassinated that way. Like sitting down in the toilet and somebody climbs inside of the wow. thing and fucking stabs someone in the I thought they were being paranoid, but yeah, yeah. sure. It's like, uh, um, I think Australians, they still have that role. With spiders. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a yo man. <laughs> who, who, the silent E. Yeah, yo man who, who beats the shit out of your toilet every time you, you, you're, uh, you're going <laughs> to go relieve yourself. Yep. Uh, if you're poor and you don't have one, you're your own yo man. To which uh, I would say it's a humble job. Yeah. You, Cody, it, we're going to add... Anything to the stool, the groom of the stool? The groom of the stool, yes, is like the, the ass wiper, but like from what I've heard, usually that the, the ceremonious task of wiping the king's ass, you must also compliment like the king on his bowel movement. So you have to wipe his ass and be like, pungent one, my honor, or my majesty, or your majesty. <laughs> so you, you've got to like compliment his handiwork. After you've cleaned his ass up, so oh, God. <laughs> so the 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 That's groom great. of the stool for you, he'd just be standing like in front of you. I'm assuming he's watching you poop, and he's like, "Come on, dude, fucking, you took your shirt shit. off, fucking yeah. poop, shit, or get off the pot." I that know Charles Barkley is a good basketball player, and he's an even better commentator. But I think that would be his <laughs> true calling if he was born in that time. <laughs> he would have so much fun with it. So Henry was kind yes. of Henry was a little bit outside of the average person. Like I said, this is an intelligent guy for like a living in this weird trailer park world he's living in. He's so clever. Like um, he doesn't wipe his own ass. We're all dumbasses for, you know, wiping our own ass. Here he is, king shit on top. Right. Yeah. Everyone lives in trailers and then the castle is just a stack of trailers. <laughs> That's exactly how they treated it. We're going to talk about that. But Henry was a clean freak. In fact, he was a regular Ooh. old Howie Mendel. Oh, well, he hated, you know, he hated, he didn't know what germs were, but he, you know, bad humors or like, you know, they thought if you had stinky breath, that was like disease, well, which I guess it's kind of like tooth rot, but like, well, Howie Mendel well. also hates good humor. Because he's apparently a stand-up comedian, and I've yeah. never laughed at anything that guy said. 
So in this world of filth, Henry was obsessed with clean, clean cleanliness. And as you can imagine, the royal court was very filthy. It was a bunch of entitled rich idiots drinking themselves stupid and secretly sniffing each other's unwashed genitals. What a time to be alive. Now, it was very common for these courtiers to just stop in the middle of the hallway and in the the castle or palace and just piss on the wall. It's like... Just stop, un- unbutton your your fly, just piss on the wall. Why not? Well, wh- why not? Give me one reason right here. We're all sitting here. Why they wouldn't ha- you do that? You they know, have toilets. They have no, toilets. There's no grout. There is <laughs> snow and rain coming through, washing are everything they, all the time. Not are they moss on the inside peeing or outside? Inside, like in the hallway. Like no. It's just going to yeah. drizzle down. And... The, they're so desensitized to smell. There's sometimes, nothing wrong with it. Sometimes they'd be in the middle of the eating and just get up from the table and just pee behind them. Well, I say that those people were fairly progressive. Inside. Because if I was eating at this time, I would just pee where I was. Henry was like, yo, stop pissing on my walls. Guys, come on. What the fuck? <laughs> fuck. But it was such a habit that people continued to do it. And the way Henry thought of solving this without, like, killing everyone, he liked to kill people. We're going to get to that. But the way he thought of solving this was to simply paint red crosses on the walls. So that way, whenever some uh, bitch bladder courtier was like, fuck, got to pee. And he's like, fuck, I don't want to piss on the Jesus torture device that's painted on the wall. (laughs) Very well said, Travis. (laughs) Oh, I got nabbed. Got nabbed for... Blasphemy again. Yeah. Another thing that they used to do on the walls was a lot of graffiti, especially drawing dicks, yeah. which is wow. age old thing. People like to draw dicks. You can go back to the beginning of time and see graffiti of people drawing dicks. And this was no exception. But they do it on the palace walls, you know? It wasn't like on a rock or something. Ah. Imagine, like, like bringing someone you respect to your house and just explaining like oh there's a graffiti <laughs> dick there someone uh, uh, lord lord uh, Mil- milton did that yeah. he can't help himself <laughs> so henry was repulsed by all the behavior of his courtiers and when they were in his attendance he banned people from uh doing the following scratching themselves picking their nose blowing their nose on their sleeve spitting, belching, clawing their clods, and breathing stinky breath over their masters. What's clawing the clod? I think that's biting your nails. Clawing your clod? Uh, All right. Well, stinky breath, that's that's unavoidable. So hold your breath. That's what he's saying. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because your breath stinks. Henry updated his castle so they had running water, both hot and cold. He'd have wow. uh, the hot water, you know, in the kitchens. He'd, like, boil the water or whatever, and they'd run it through a pipe. Uh, he took two and th- two to three baths a day, and whenever plague swept through London, things like English sweat, the English sweats, he would run north and be like, fuck, I don't want to breathe nobody's breath in. Wow. Ahead of his time. Yeah. Henry also loved to eat. Now, here's where the hygiene and all the cleanliness goes completely out the window. 
So in the, his court, it was a normal practice for all the cups and dishes to be washed once a year. Um, well, why? So it got to the point where at the end of the year, the cups had this black slime that just developed at the bottom of the cup because they had been reused so many times. <laughs> any any reason? Yeah. I don't know. They just I, they didn't know what germs were. Well, like they... But, but my, you can see the black slime yeah. and be like, I don't want to drink that. So here's the thing is they drank exclusively alcohol. So maybe the slime kind of just blended in with the booze they're drinking. Travis, you've been drinking alcohol since you were 12. You know, <laughs> you can look at a dirty beer and go, that's a dirty beer. Well, um, and it's not like he was doing it himself. Right. Like, he, he could yeah, have been like, uh, just do that, you fucking knaves. <laughs> do that now maybe, and they would do they, it or else their cocks would be cut off maybe they had like the cast iron walk uh mentality like oh it'll lose its flavor if you wash it yeah that's All it right. that's what he thought lose the flavor thanks for chiming in there travis our, our <laughs> resident disgusting person so as i mentioned they drank almost exclusively water or water alcohol <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. Uh, water was used just for like bathing, pretty much, or animals. You give animals some water. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, you mean from the but toilet? uh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> exactly. Uh, they drank six hundred thousand gallons of ale a year. That was just for the court alone. On top of that, there was hundreds of thousands of gallons of wine and mead. We have like the actual records of like. What they ordered for their from their household, so hydrating themselves with booze. Yep. How how many people is, are are in this court again? It's around his court fluctuated from about two hundred to about six hundred. Okay, I could buy it now. Yeah, I was thinking like fifty to eighty, you know. And in which, if that was the case, then they're lying. Like a bunch of bros <laughs> who are like, "Yo, I'm fucked up, dude. I drank an entire twelve pack." Of Budweiser, meanwhile, you could see the cans, and there's only three of them, and yeah. there's more Budweisers in the fridge. I'm not saying people should be proud of their alcoholism, but what I am saying is that we don't need any liars. We shouldn't lie. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm not mad at these guys. All right. Talk about Henry's diet. He liked to eat. Uh, he mainly ate bread and meat because he's the king. He could afford shit like that. Man. Uh, this is a very... Yeah, very high-carb, high-protein diet that would catch up to him, but at 17, no problemo. He's, like, fit. He's, like, the fucking the oh. best-looking guy in the, in, the, in the world, this dude. <laughs> at least that's what they say. He might look like an idiot, but uh, he's a king, he looks, so he's the best. He, he looks like a manicured Dr. Robotnik to me. Yeah, you well, a lot, I mean? a lot of those pictures are him when he's older and starts to get a little fat, but we don't really have any good pictures of him when he's young. Uh, but anyway, so um, historians often think that Henry did not like fruits and vegetables, but in fact, he loved them, and his favorite vegetable was an artichoke that he imported from Spain. Yo, those are delicious. Yeah, and he, he his wife was Spanish, so they'd import... Um, oranges and all these types of things but an interesting fact about fruits is back in the day they believed that raw fruit if you ate raw fruit it would cause fever 
So people would either mm. boil or preserve or cook the fruit and then eat it. But if like you just took a bite oh. out of an apple, they'd be oh, like, God. they'd be like, no, <laughs> boiled apple. Did you imagine that? <laughs> like peeling a pre-boiled orange. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> mm. this is I, great. I love is- me some hot orange. <laughs> like, like oranges are annoying enough to eat, but then it's p- boiled. Like, oh, the balls on these people! Boiled pineapple. Oh boy, yeah. let's yeah, let's baby. eat raw ham and boiled pineapple. There's actually an account that they think Henry had a coconut. He had something called an India nut, which was like uh, they said it was a massive nut that was like brought to him by some fucking dude. He's like, that's a big nut, dude. Some Check hairy fucking out. nut. Mm. Here, get, yeah, and he close your eyes and, and get on your knees and I'll show you an Indian nut. <laughs> said one daring prankster. Huge. He was immediately thrown <laughs> off of a bridge. <laughs> so, he, didn't, he didn't get to taste that nut. So this guy liked to eat. He liked to drink. He was super active and manly. And his four favorite hobbies, as I mentioned earlier, tennis, jousting, hunting, and archery. I don't think I mentioned archery, but I, uh, you liked archery. Also, you think about the tennis rackets. You ever heard pick? You, uh, do you guys play tennis? I play it all the time. Dude, I got no. I got a tennis elbow, but it's not from tennis. Well, we know yeah. what that's from. <laughs> I'm sure. But yeah, yeah. Uh, as an avid tenniser, I, <laughs> I couldn't imagine what they built those tennis rackets out of back in the day. You know, like they're, they'd be like boat oars. By the yeah. time, by the time he's playing, the, they would play tennis with their hands. That's like, dumb. So like handball, but by the time Henry was around, their tennis racket was only about a fifty-year-old invention. So they were playing with rackets back then. Okay, but before yeah. that, they played tennis, which is basically handball. Big stupid rackets that probably looked like pool skimmers. Yeah, and the racket was probably made out of like cat intestine. Let's argue. Maybe lacrosse is a white person sport. <laughs> <laughs> it's indigenous peoples, man. Well, maybe it's for the whites now for a reason. Because Henry VIII's out there with his pool skimmer or whatever you want to call tennis, which I'm sure definitely had some lacrosse overlap because uh, Renaissance. Say it with me. Renaissance. Renaissance. They're discovering sports, right? So So, I'm not. Andre Agassi, uh, I can't think of a single lacrosse player's name because I'm not an idiot. Yeah. Oh man, I, I how do they how do they get away with play, getting scholarships? I don't yeah. know why the upper crust of Long Island society loves well, lacrosse so much. When a, a professional lacrosse player makes maybe a maybe a comparable amount to those at Burger King, but their parents <laughs> pay their rent. Well, yeah, so it's fine. He's the how, right how, kind of poor person. How about this? How about we explain what lacrosse is? Because until I moved to New York, I had no fucking idea what it is. So there's got to be just like some people who are listening that are just like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Go Google it. It's not important. We're not. It's a stout important. It's not important to society. What's important right now to the story is jousting. We're gonna right. talk about so, jousting. All right, oh, okay. Cody. In a sense, that is a good descriptor. Travis, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no one so, likes lacrosse you. except idiots. We're not even going to talk about tennis because that's a stupid ass sport too. It's got dumb scoring, dude. Like, it's not about the scoring. It's not about the chicks. It's about the free lemonade and the time in the sun. 
All right. Terrible so we're, scoring. We're going to talk about a fucking manly sport. Jousting, bro. Or yeah. as they called it back in the day, tilt. Really? Yeah. So, well, they like call that. it jousting, and I think the main type of jousting I did was tilt. Um, so, jousting is a martial sport uh, that was practiced by the nobility only. And when I say martial, that means that it's meant for war. So, the lance was used on the battlefield to devastating God. effect. And jousting was think of kind of like the airsoft version of, like, if you had guns for war, you have airsoft, jousting, lances, right? Okay. Yeah, lance, because lances for jousting weren't pointy, right? They usually had, like, the bad dragon tentacle or fist at the end of the... Yeah, you didn't want to kill your opponent jousting. Uh, it's definitely a high-contact sport. But jousters had actually had special armor that they wouldn't use in the war. It was specially built just for jousting. Like, when you I see a lot been... of those really elaborate suits of armor, a lot of those aren't for warfare. They're for jousting. And the lances were made to break on impact, so they didn't fuck up, well, up too bad. Well, that's I was going to talk about that. So, like, you've okay. probably seen a joust at medieval times, probably the best place in the world, or it's like a in a movie, place. or in a movie, and you see the lance hit, right, and it explodes into, like, a million splinters, and then, like, a guy goes flying off their horse or whatever. Jou Real jousting wasn't like that. The, oh. the, the lances weren't as strong as like a steel lance they were made out of wood and like okay. not like the not like um it, i'm trying to think of the name of wood like not like a very hard like hard they could break balsa. the wood was breakable balsa yeah balsa soft. fucking is, soft wool balsa. balsa that's like being hit by a like a 20 foot long chopstick <laughs> Very good. I like that. Right. Well, so the lance had to have enough power to do its ultimate goal, which was to unhorse the person. Real war lances were to impale people. These had to have uh, enough, you know, like the, it was a whole scoring system, but knocking them off the horse is like a touchdown. Unhorse. Lady listeners, can you start using the term unhorse with your male counterparts? <laughs> yeah. When it comes to uh, getting into bed, hey, you want to. On horse, you know, hop oh. off this normal daytime routine. Get off that horse. Come, come lay in the dirt with me. <laughs> so, I hope you have dirt in your house. Henry loved to compete in jousts. This was due to his status, or in sorry, and due to his status, the the lances that he used were what you were talking about, Cody. That were slightly hollowed because he's the king. They don't want to fuck him up too bad. But even still, there was power behind those lances that he was getting hit yes. with. And if you want to think about a modern comparison, think about all those D students that are really trying to get that scholarship to Georgetown by playing football. Just getting hit over and over and over and over again, getting knocked off your horse. Like, uh, jousting, horse. you know, jousting, we talk about head trauma. Fucking jousting is head trauma. Right, okay. Yeah. Or is it trauma trauma? I mean, you just brought in college sports, and immediately I go to Jerry Sandusky. You know, that's his name, right? The guy, the the Penn mm. State raper. Right. Trauma. Ramming. Ramming. Let's learn together. You're going to yes. die in 10 years anyway. Joust. <laughs> Joust Daddy Sandusky. So how was... Henry's a married man right now. How's his... How, you guys want to know about how married life is for this guy? 
Um, I'm assuming that he's not shooting proper bullets because he's I'm, only consuming alcohol. Agree with Tom. Uh, well, I he was in fact shooting uh, proper bullets. Uh, Henry, my friend, he was in the prime of his life and off fighting wars and jousting. And the scepter in his trousers was not exactly monogamous to his wife, Catherine. He's also the king. So what are you going to do? Yeah. What you going to do? I'm a fuck whatever I want. There is no Dr. Phil above him. (laughs) There is no No, there is the Pope. The Pope is above him. The Pope is the Dr. Phil. I mentioned that before. The Pope is a is a cocksucker. Extreme. Well, Henry didn't think so. The Pope, extreme, Pope, excuse me. Pope is very important because that's the only person that's above the king. Well, what, well Pope doesn't know. Won't kill <laughs> won't Pope. Kill him. <laughs> like Except I, for those Popes that got killed from surprise assassinations. Yeah. And any Pope who cares so much about who you're banging, bad Pope. We all know that. Everyone knows that. Bad Pope. How does that Pope bad know Pope. about sex? Yeah. Bad Pope. That Pope shouldn't know about sex. Who's the guy now? Francis? He probably doesn't care who anyone's banging at all. He's like, the world is burning. Who cares? Yeah. He's probably the best one we've had, and I still don't like him. Anyway. Like John Paul. <laughs> John Paul was a, a nerd who sold uh, poison to the Germans. Let's go. <laughs> so, as I said, Henry's playing around. He's playing the field. But him and Catherine, it was pretty good at first. You know, she was very intelligent. Uh, which was rare for a woman back then. They didn't have a lot of books. Mm. You know. Books Shut your mouth. Uh, I'm saying back then. <laughs> that's an old English saying. Yeah, old English. Sorry, guys. I've had a few drinks and I'm having fun. Of so course, that's a joke. <laughs> Henry and her both shared a passion for Catholicism, art, oh. and dance. Very wow. interesting couple, right? Mm. You know. What kind of art? Uh, like, like high art? Like art. Painting? It's the Renaissance, so ought, ought. Ah. all types and of Pollock, Music, shoegaze, food, vegan. Is it pronounced shoegaze? <laughs> yeah, it's shoegaze. Yeah, shoegaze. I, I thought it was shugazi. Shugazi. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, oh, no, it's shoegaze. It's just, so you look at your shoes, and then uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, eventually you look up, and you go, what the fuck have I been doing? And then you realize everyone else is doing it, so you go back to it. That's, that's what it's for. So that's what Henry, I can imagine like a night like out with he- Catherine and Henry, and they're like, oh, you want to try this new cheese I got? And like, I'll put this album on, bro. But like, Henry's that kind of guy that just kind of goes along with it, like when his wife's around, but then like, he's like, all right, she's in bed. Fucking let's do some shots, bro. Let's do some shots, all bro. Right. All right. But like, do he's shots. He's like your the friend sh- that gets married that doesn't give up the. Like, yeah, but know, also the, the guy that that that's married that like goes to the strip club way too often with his bros, like that kind of guy. Right. Yeah. If you're married, you should just uh, you should just remove your testicle. You shouldn't go to the strip club. <laughs> so it's not for you, it's just gonna make arguments. So the problem was was that Henry could not get Catherine pregnant. Uh, Anal. And worse, too much. Oh. And yeah, even worse than that, a lot of times the baby came out wrong and was recycled back to God. Ugh. Hate when that happens. So precious, precious moments like this get destroyed yeah. by science and, and this shit podcast that I, w- I didn't. I wish I didn't know about. So um, historians actually think that Catherine was so religious and she used to fast all the time 
that she actually fucked up her menstrual cycle, and when mm. she was pregnant, she didn't give enough sustenance to the little parasite that was fertilized by that king juice. I believe it. Bring this queen to Dairy Queen. Get her some fat. Let's yeah. go. Right? So her devotion to God fucking fucked up the shit. Your bitch. Imagine being a rich woman back then, and you could, during your menstrual cycle, you can invite in a minstrel cycle. And they can come in and play all yeah. the tunes that get and your fucking all... <laughs> organs going again. They're all on unicycles, too. Yeah. It's quite the spectacle. I get that you're sad. Do you want to hear, like, um, that Radiohead song? <laughs> so Henry did, in fact, get her pregnant, and one of them stuck, right? One of them stayed around. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, it was a girl. Mary Tudor was born. Hen Henry loved her, but she didn't have a penis. No good. Mm. No good. I need more. I need one that and has strap -ons a strap-ons didn't a exist dick. back then. No strap-ons back then. Do you think, side note, guys, do you think, like, all this anger over gender politics and things like that date back to times like this? It's times With like these. Well, think about it. If you're, if you're Henry VIII's kid and you knew about the 72 genders that the DMV offers you on a right. Scantron, mm -hmm. don't mm -hmm. you think you could have maybe taken the throne mm -hmm. once it came time to get your learner's permit? Oh, the thing is, is uh, Mary actually did take the throne at some point. I'm happy England is progressive. I am. No, they're not. They're, they're <laughs> bullshit. Also, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying, yes, there have been some hardships for the ladies. Yes. Shout out to the ladies. Woo-hoo! So let's talk about more ladies. Let's talk about the lucky non-wive ladies that Henry was putting his wiener in. Oh. And Henry had this thing. Whenever he knocked up his wife, because like I said, she wasn't getting pregnant, but a lot of times she was getting pregnant and then the shit came out wrong. Right. So, not eating enough yeah. shit. Whenever he got his wife pregnant, preggers, he started to fuck around. And not like he wasn't fucking around all the time. Like, when she was pregnant, shit got really serious. He's like, right. oh, wife's lumpy. Like, I have a mistress. Let's get serious with this mistress. With a non-lumpy mistress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, we just saw she's starting to bulge. We got seven months to have the best picnics of our lives. Okay? If you got <laughs> enough, any friends enough. you wanted to bring into the mix, that's fine. Do it now. Ooh. Tell me right now. I'll get ready. Female friends. I'll re I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to rock Rocco Sifredi. All the way through this. Wow. That's how ready I am. So it was It was said of Henry that he never spared a man his anger, nor a woman his lust. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Horn dog. He liked fat chicks. <laughs> well, why not? So in the in the beginning he was pretty good at keeping like his number count of ladies discreet. But as he got older, like we all do, who cares? <laughs> who really cares? Who's keeping count? I mean, if you're doing one plus one, then it's easy. But then it's it, yeah. one plus one over the course of 25 years, you're going to get a lot of ones. You got to carry yeah. the one sometimes. And I'm sorry, with that many people in your life, who gives a shit? So Henry's first real mistress, like an outward mistress, was a woman named, and I love it, Elizabeth Blount. Blount. Spell that. B L yeah. uh, B L. O U N T. Blunt. Blunt. <laughs> Blunt. Yeah. Wow. He's like past the blunt. Blunt. He's right. 
That's how that said. I typed into Google. Travis is right. Blunt. Blunt. So she was That's a hot a, mama. This pronounced blunt. Yeah. Sorry, this, Travis. this blunt was a hot mama about 16 years old. Mm-hmm. But again, remember, lifespan's all sped up, whatever. Sure. Who cares? Yeah, um, Henry started hooking up with her in about 1514. And this was right after, Hen- uh, right after Catherine had popped out a boy. They were pretty oh. stoked about that one, except it died a month later. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, they were so stoked, they gave that, like, like newborn baby a beer during the toast. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Got too stoked. I'm sorry, Catler. I don't want to tell you. I was so stoked. I wanted a boy. I didn't know that I couldn't give him five, six quesadillas. I'm trying to have a good time. I got yeah. catering. I got a guy complimenting my shits. I don't know how to treat a boy. Yeah, he's like boiling tacos to feed the sun. <laughs> yeah, like, Dude, we can't eat these tacos raw. <laughs> The best thing about having a son is quality time. <laughs> quality always counts for more than quantity. Quantity, yeah. he had none of. It was a month. Quality, we cannot measure it. <laughs> Probably vaster than we could ever imagine. So Henry and Elizabeth Blunt. So do that the yeah. whole Henry show. made Elizabeth Blunt his cream queen. And nine months later, Henry got the boy he was asking for. Henry Fitzroy. Uh, whenever you ha- the problem was is that he was a bastard. It's not your wife's son. Yeah, that's true. So that doesn't the lineage doesn't work. Like yeah, that. usually Unless- they come up with like a weird last name. That's why his last name is Fitzroy. It's like to kind of hide his identity even more. Right. Well, so- doesn't Roy means king? Right. Yeah, they would do cheeky shit like that. Like they put that shit in there. Because people didn't read. Yeah. Like so, we, can, we can get away with this because people don't read. Hypothetical. If you're royal and you're having a hard time with wife one and <laughs> she seems somewhat tired and then the you ha- you go one. off and you hang out with that <laughs> and that has a boy, would you not go to your other wife and go, hey, you seem worn out. How about you take this guy, this perfectly good Fitzroy I just made. <laughs> And say it's yours. Well, and then you oh. can go back to Spain and have all the, the tamales you want. Because <laughs> just sign off. It's fine. This is going to go south anyway. We know history. You might as well just go south. Yeah. To so Spain. That would have been a good move. Um, the thing is, is this was a very rare instance where Henry actually, you know, he had shot loads and hundreds of women. Even by now, he's, you know, I don't know, <laughs> 20. Hundreds of women shooting loads. Right. Mm. So he probably had tons of bastards that he didn't acknowledge, but he did acknowledge Henry Fitzroy. He actually wow. made him the Duke of Richmond and would later make him part of the secession, like royal line. Oh, okay. Wow. The bastard of Richmond. I'll take it. Yeah. It's good. Now on to the big lady, the, the most infamous one, one of the most infamous women in history. And Boleyn. Why is that familiar? Is there a porn star that's named after that? Uh, no. You know, okay. guys haven't heard of her? Uh, no, I know I, the name. I just, uh... Yeah, it's familiar. There might be a porn star. That's why I inquired, but <laughs> go ahead, educate me, Daddy Travis. 
So as you can imagine, fucking the king was a competitive business. Uh... <laughs> Anne had to deal with a lot of stinky vaginas out there. She had to beat out before she's going to get to that O. Henry bar. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Lavender treatments. Yeah. One of her fiercest competition was none other than her mom. Okay. Oh. That's right. Henry Milf hunted Anne Boleyn's mom when he was about 14 or 15. <laughs> okay. Well, he is the so... king. So age kind of goes out the window after a while. Her other biggest competitor was Mary Boleyn, her sister. All right. Before the king, orgy. Yeah, before the king hooked up with Anne, he was going after her sister. It sounds like uh, a lot of modern pornography searches that yeah. will be, you know, you, you type in on Pornhub any letter, and it will fill it in with a word and then follow it with family. Hugh. Uh, so yeah. the, the, the Boleyn... The, the, the Boleyns were an English royalty that had lived in France for a while, and Mary had na made a name for herself, not Anne, Mary, his, her sister, um, had made a name for herself there, and King Francis I called her a great whore, the most infamous of them all. I like that. Missed opportunity with the term arch whore, though. <laughs> mm. Mary became Henry's main mistress for a number of years, uh, birthed him a daughter and a son. Unfortunately, this son was not a lucky one. It was one that he just kicked under the rug. Uh, we what didn't they, feed this one his, enough rabbit feet. What was his name? Backwards feet Ted? <laughs> Ted, Cruz, Ted Cruz Tudor. He came out weird. For some reason, he only fits into bowling shoes. <laughs> so... When he when Henry was done pounding the sister, it was time to go sister to sister. And he moved on to Anne. What Tia and Tamara. Shout out to them. <laughs> shout, wow. shout out Tia and Tamara. So Henry headed over to dick some Anne. But Anne was smart. She knew Henry liked to pump and dump after a few babies dumped themselves out of her. So Anne played hard to get. She was like, dude. Uh, I know that I've Dick. been banging people in France, and I kind of have a name for myself as well, just like my sister, but you're not getting any until you've left your wife. Yeah, it's like, well. instead of leaving text messages on red, which I know is like a thing that kids do when they're trying to play hard to get, the carrier pigeons, that that's dinner. I yeah. didn't read the message. I threw it right into the walk that Cody mentioned before. You like it? The flavor walk. Now we're going to be talking about your favorite guy, uh, Tom the Pope. Love the Pope. He's a he's a <laughs> spineless bastard. That's why I like him. So uh, remember, this is the 16th century. It's not like Henry could go to court and his wife would take the e the fair even share of eighty twenty, and that's it. Yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Mm -hmm. um, divorce or annulment was something that really didn't happen back then, unless if something really bad happens. Right. Or you caught your wife cheating on you. Shout out to Stephen Molyneux. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> Fuck him. Don't shout out to him. Oh, no. Guy's shout a out to him psychopath. For, being, for being such a, such a sad guy. Uh, okay. Call so, to the show. We don't do call-ins, <laughs> but try anyway. <laughs> so you had to get the approval from the Pope himself. Wow. You know, he's got that he's got that sidekick. He's getting messages from God, so he knows there's gonna be a good one to break up. Which he's like a match 
He's a matchmaker, except the Pope is like the worst person to be a matchmaker because he's not supposed to have relationships with people. And he's the Pope. Right. Um, I, 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 excuse me if I didn't catch this before. What, what Pope are we up to? We have actually talked about this Pope before. I think it's Clement II Clement? or whatever. Yes. I remember we did a skit about him. You played, played him? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, he's, uh, he's near and dear to my heart. I believe <laughs> and, that's him. There was a bunch of different popes that in secession in that period, but I think it was Clement. And just to be entirely clear, he's, he himself is not near and dear to my heart, but that character I played was so good. <laughs> that yeah. had a lot of I had a lot of uh, listeners write in and say that brought me to tears that performance. Half of them didn't even know that was you. Yeah, they they were like, "Wow. Wow, I could I could see it in your eyes. The way you played that that Clement. You could see it in Tom's eyes through the fucking podcast." Yeah. Cuz I So what? I'm a good actor. What was it that Henry saw in Anne's eyes? She's a she's she's a was she a looker? Uh most accounts said she was gross. And she had an extra finger. <laughs> oh, one of those six finger people. Ooh. Yeah, what but I mean, maybe nationality the... was she? What? What nationality was she? English. Well, mm. Neanderthals had um, six fingers on their hands. Like well, early yeah. hominids, they were six. We're actually losing our pinkies over time. If you didn't know that, this is science now. So get your fucking pads out. But um, there is a there's a recessive gene in all of us mm-hmm. that has survived all of the. Uh, Interbreeding of the the uh, Neanderthals because it's get dominant. Rid of it. Yeah, it's right. Well, I guess Anne was more Neanderthal. Right, she had that thick forehead, those hairy arms. Oh God, he was probably so turned on because yeah. a woman, you know, a powerful woman really is attractive. Fucking knuckles for days. Yeah, Ooh, man. <laughs> so. Anne basically becomes de facto queen right now. Henry's openly smooching her in court. Golden showering her with gifts. And uh, (laughs) this whole whole push, um, this whole push for Henry to leave his wife was called the great matter. And it was the talk of all courts in Europe. Everyone's like, you see fucking Henry and Anne, that whore that I banged a couple years ago? Fuck the great matter. Well, that's the only thing that was happening back then. Yeah. yeah. News traveled slow, too. So you'd probably, you know, get it and they'd already be on to the next thing. Right. You yeah. know? Yeah. <clears throat> so, sure, kings had a lot of mistresses. That was kind of a universal thing. But for the most part, they kept it discreet. And Henry was out there just snogging in, you know. All while his court's like, should we behead this Protestant, your majesty? He's a real idiot. It's like, yeah, I don't care. Whatever. Do it. Okay. Don't care there for you him. Go. Mm-hmm. So around this time, Henry, who's in, he's still the prime man meat. He's in his 20s. He's jousting. He's hunting. Mm. But he suffers a rather severe accident. So Henry, uh, who is constantly buying new jousting armor, he always wanted to look fabulous. Yeah. Uh, he bought he this new harness. And he, you know, put it all on. He's on the tilt yard, which is where they jousted. Cool. And he's like, dude, check this out, dude. It's got truck nuts in the back, bro. This is fucking yeah. sick. Nice. Wow. And he mounts his horse and forgets to put his visor down. How? How? <laughs> I don't know. He's it's... just like, dude, I look so good. I want everyone to see me. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. So he forgets to put his visor down and he speeds off down the tilt yard. Now, the Duke of Suffolk 
sees that his visor's not down, and he screams, Halt! Halt! to the guy charging at Henry. Uh, but unfortunately, his opponent did not hear him because he's on a horse and has right. a huge helmet on. Yeah. And his lance lands right on the top of his visor that's open. So not only did it force Henry's head back and unhorse him, he got a face full of splinters from the lance, um, sending him in a daze. Right? Like, and he's on Holy the ground. Shit. He's like probably knocked unconscious for a little bit. Now, from this point on, Henry used to suffer extreme headaches. Which is it. one sign of having crazy head trauma. Right. Like, you know, you talk about a lot of these football players or hockey players that, like, lose their mind because they're fucking getting mashed. This is when this shit really starts. All wow. it takes is a few toothpicks. And to just like me after getting my surgery and then pouring a, a hot, scalding thing of coffee on myself, a few months later, he suffers hairline fractures in his leg. They didn't know it was hairline fractures. But he suffers hairline fractures in his leg when he was horsed on a hunting trip. Now, between these two injuries, um, this caused like a lifetime of problems. Also, his diet. He's eaten a lot of meat. He'd suffer from bladder infections, hemorrhoids, kidney problems. Ooh. And the hairline fracture, w basically, there's tiny little bones in your, you know, when you do a hairline, like little splinters of bone break off. Yeah. Right. And if it's substantial enough, you have to get those bones removed because what happens is the bone will rot in your leg. And that's what happened to Henry. So oh. he, de he, he developed a varicose ulcer, which is kind of like a giant abscess on his leg caused by like a septic issue. Cool. And yeah, it was just rotting bone in his leg that lasted his entire life and had this gross cyst. That had to be drained almost daily. Yeah, daily drainage. Wow, yep. soup. That well, that soup. will get the rate of the, all the ladies. That will get you extra ladies because it's yeah. Like, you see this baggage? But this yeah, for now, for now he's in his twenties, even in his thirties. He's not slowing down. He's still jousting. He's still hunting. He's got a fucking weird gimp leg. But let's go back to Henry and Ann. So he's all NFL'd out. He's looking for a way to get out of his marriage. And then it clicks for him. He's like, all right, I get it. Like, I was never meant to be married to her because, uh, and I'm never going to get a male heir because I Eskimo bro my dead brother and God is angry at me. Oh, I thought you were going to say my dead brother's semen is clinging on and has made like a civilization in the vagina and is actively like repelling my sesmond right at least my male sesmond it makes sense my brother was in there when i come my brother cometh twice as hard yeah and and sperm sperm battles commence um also god probably hated this <laughs> yeah yeah god yeah. was god, like god dude. loves this god's on his couch eating popcorn just being like whoa <laughs> this is this is fucking jerry springer for him right yeah you oh, could yeah. have had anyone but I wrote it in a book. Uh, no one has yet to find it. <laughs> but it's a footnote. Please, please don't do that. Just a little. It, it, it's common sense. It's in the subtext. Okay. Don't bang your dead brother's wife. So, well, yeah, there was one way. One of the ways that Henry figured out how he could leave his wife was if Catherine became a nun. He was like, oh, well, she's really pious. She's like always kneeling and not eating and saying, okay. like, God is good and shit. 
So Henry's like, yo, you want to be a nun? She's like, no. <laughs> that was the end of that. I hope that was a little bit more subtle. Like there was a dinner and there was some pious talk in the early afternoon instead of just like, hey, you want to be a nun? As he like accidentally <laughs> farts while walking into the room. Yeah, he could have even gone more subtle. You know, you look really good in black. I've always thought that you and black get along really well. But maybe with a splash of white somewhere on you. You look holy. Divine, almost. Yeah. It's, it's so divine that no one should have sex with you, ever. No. Me included. Yes, exactly. Maybe you should move on to something, a role that would make you wear black and not have sex ever again, especially with me. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> that, I, 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 kind of, I kind of took the route of not so tactful. I mean, this guy's getting fucking his head mashed in every day. With a fucking uh, getting knocked off a horse, I think he was like, "Yo, you won't be none." <laughs> like, what I like say? to think that's the first thing he said when he regained consciousness. <laughs> right? Ah! You won't be none. <laughs> <laughs> so, Anne is um, also on top of all this. Anne starts to feed Henry some of her radical ideas. You see, Anne leaned towards the new Lutheran Protestant church. This was crazy stuff. This was stuff that Henry was actually burning people on the stake for. Literally burning people on the stake. But mm. it's all right with her. Yeah, it's all right, because that's a girlfriend, right? Like, Oh, yeah, I will totally eat that quinoa. I love it. It's great. Great stuff, yeah. All uh, the flavor. You want me to inspect your poop? Hmm. <laughs> Daily. All right, let's get into it. So this is the time, the actual time period where Martin Luther is nailing that shit to the door and all that stuff. So, you know, this yeah, is some Travis. crazy radical. This is like Timothy Leary crap. Martin Luther was like 10% nail gun. He was just always nailing shit to doors, annoying everybody. Sometimes by accident. Yeah. Yeah. A total, a total asshole. So Anne and a bunch of her radical friends, many of whom... Like Thomas Cromwell, who was like the great grandfather of Oliver Cromwell, um, had become part of Henry's privy chamber, which I mentioned earlier. That's his inner circle. Um, And they're like, yo, dude, Catholic Church, never going to let you get that pussy. Like, I don't know, it's probably my sister, but like, never going to get that pussy. But you could always have Parliament just like break away from the church. He's like, oh, I don't know. Because hmm. England and the Catholic Church has gone back a thousand years at this point. They're tight. But Henry needs to get his dick in that. So, in 1532, the Church of England forms and breaks away from Rome. Yeah. Just so Henry yeah. could get his dick wet. Yo, baller. <laughs> Congratulations. You're another form of tyranny. Henry was given the same powers as the Pope. He could now miraculously talk to God. And trust me, he believed that shit. He was like, yeah, I hear him now. I didn't hear him before. I hear him now, though. I got, I got, a, <laughs> I got a Discord channel with that guy. Now. Uh, he let me in. Unmuted me and everything. Now all that Henry had to do was dump Catherine to get that Anne vagina. Well, actually, Anne had already put out at this point. He saw, she saw it was going down. She's like, all right. Fucking fill me, Henry. Great. And uh, yeah, Catherine, oh, I started my own church. There's no nuns, so you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> so in 
And what was even more of a rush to get rid of Catherine was now Anne was pregnant. And the thing was, if that child was born out of wedlock, even if they did become married, still bastard. Mm-hmm. So, like, under the gun now, start that clock. Right. The old crossbow wedding. <laughs> so, Henry demanded Catherine to re- return all of the royal jewels and royal queen's barge. And she's like, nah, dude, still queen. Not return shit, dude. It's mine. Henry and Anne secretly married November 14th, 1532. And on May, sorry, and in May of 1533, Henry had his marriage with Catherine annulled. That's right. Wow. It was completely not valid. Um, that's, that's the Baxi's version of being married. It's not necessarily a divorce, but it's just a doesn't count. Yeah, a lot of people say that, get it confused, that he divorced her. But he uh, annulled her. So that meant, because he's the English Pope now. He'd do whatever the fuck he wants. I was never married. I have it right here on the papers. Yeah. So this daughter that he loves so much, little Mary Tudor, is now deemed a bastard because that was he was never wow. married to that woman. Good luck. Good luck growing up. I hope you are used to not having shoes <laughs> because that's your future. Well, they were still they were still royal. They're noble, you know. They still were ladies and lords, but fucking they step weren't down. queen. Yeah, it's a big fucking step down. How many times you bet Henry was like, "Yeah, they're royal, a royal pain in the ass, <laughs> right, guys? Get out of here! Stop peeing on the walls. You have to knock. <laughs> yeah, let me wipe your butt. Wipe yeah, butt. you come in. I just had a nice turd. I'd like you to wipe." Uh, from back to front, because I'm not a pussy. <laughs> Take risks. Yeah, bad. I might be dying from the legs up, but I <laughs> I am ready to be yeah. wiped. Healthy shins. <laughs> dying from the legs up, though. Anne and Henry were at last united under the crown. Making hand gestures, because this is so epic. You do, yeah. yeah you look You look thinner, actually. Dude, it's all that sanguine fluid that's been pulled out of me. Maybe that's the menace. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Travis opens the bag, and instead of sanguine fluid, it's just butter. Yeah, I'm, I'm just for those <laughs> like, at home, I just see Travis reaching up with his arms, and he's looking more fit than usual. <laughs> Possibly sicker. I don't know. Portland's weird. Yeah, your shit's on fire. Yeah, bro. Well, no, it's not. It's fine now. We're good. It just burned a whole bunch of shit over there. Uh, <laughs> okay. Actually, it's a tragedy. A lot of people lost their hopes, but you know, whatever. Not I didn't. Uh, so like Anne and continue. Yeah. Anne ended up pooping out yet another girl, oh. Elizabeth Tudor, also would be Queen Elizabeth at one point. Wow. This got Henry super pissed. He's like, I just want a prince penis. These stupid bitches will not give me a fucking prince penis. He's so worried. He's so worried at this point. I mentioned it earlier. The Duke of Richmond, his bastard, he goes to Parliament. He's like, that guy's going to be the guy who takes the throne, even though he's my bastard. I don't care. I don't care. Unfortunately for Henry, this bastard would also die of TB before he died. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's just an unfortunate story of sickness and girl. Yeah. For this guy. Which, I mean. You know, 
it, make it's girls a, allowed to be fucking the head monarch like th- today. This okay. is the time. Shout out again to Stephen Molyneux. This is when he wants to be alive. We when have to stop shouting out to Stephen. <laughs> no, it. I'm only going to shout out to him because he's such a, an idiot. I love listening to him talk because he never makes sense. Um, <laughs> and I have a lot of fun with people like that. You know, I, I'm tired of listening to people who make sense. I get it. <laughs> the earth is burning. COVID. Trump's bad. All that shit. Give me someone who's an idiot. Okay. So he Henry's blasting away in Anne. She's been getting pregnant. Like I said, she had a girl. She's having lots of miscarries over and over and over again. I don't know. Things are gross back then. People pee on the walls inside. So it's probably not the most hygienic. Babies don't live like that. Mm. So as I'm saying, as I bet you the queen's getting pregnant over and over again. And what do we know about Henry when the queen's pregnant? He gets his D-wet on those kilogram.com ladies. Wait, what? Kilogram.com? Oh, English I, porn? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't watch sure. English porn. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, you know, all the dicks are left-leaning. <laughs> Instead of driving well, on the right side of the road. While Henry's out on a fake oh. taxi cab ride, Anne is blowing through the royal coffers, dresses, shoes, jewelry... Some things wow. never change, am I right, boys? <laughs> never been divorced, but I've heard that story many a times. So she even she even had Henry buy her a rare breed of toy dog that she called Little Porkoy. Is this a corgi? It's probably like uh yeah, probably yeah, like a little corgi. stupid corgi. What's with the English and corgis? And also, they why does the internet like them so much? I mean, corgis are great. I think, just, I think so they look stupid. Yeah, they're just dumb foxes. That's what they look like. <laughs> I don't know why you'd foxes? want a dumb-looking fox. Wouldn't you want a cool one that looked like extra cool? That I get a plain fox. Give me a plain one. Give me Yeah, just give me a fox. Corgi is dumb. Continue. A lot of people claim that Anne was some strong, empowered woman because she was basically filling up the privy co- privy chamber with all of her protestant leading courtiers while Henry was fucking around with high school girls um these courtiers were changing the policies and pushing the church of england towards protestantism or humanism because they didn't want to call it protestantism because oh. if they did they'd be burnt on the stake oh yeah hmm. so all that that meant, though, was now Henry got confused, and he was just burning Protestants, as he was before, and Catholics on the pyres for blasphemy. Oh, my God. Mm. All right. Now, I admit the opportunity for women to hold power in, the, in 16th century England was not that great, and Han, Anne was able to use her vagina to get there. But I still, think women. Just, I still think she's just a stupid skank. I don't know. <laughs> There's nothing really empowering about Anne, in my opinion. You see a lot of authors write, and they say, like, oh, well, she, like, ran the state while Henry was being a jerk-off. Like, I mean, look, at, that, look uh, at all the prominent authors out there. They're idiots. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, who, who wrote about her famously? Well, the one, the one that I, the book I read... Called Henry the Eighth by Alison Weir. Great book. She doesn't really do that, but I've read other books on the subject, and they're like, Anne is one of the most powerful women in history. And I'm like, I, I don't know. Fucking knocked she, up by a king. 
She had a vagina like a horseshoe crab that was able to dictate what her man's was up to. <laughs> yeah. Also, it was a probably a perception of power that wasn't existent because her husband's out fucking other uh, women's. Yeah. And uh-huh. and she's just there bringing in her cabinet friends from stage crew that she got close to. <laughs> Who cares? Mm. It's not. Like, this guy, he's end-all, be-all. He still gets to choose what's going on. A cabinet's only as powerful as uh, a smooth brain lets it. Right. So, and Anne is not delivering an heir that Henry wants. He's slamming around, and their relationship turns from lovey-dovey. He used to be like, I'd do anything for you. Now it's like, yeah, get out of here, woman. Um, (laughs) Anne was also not above bitching out the king in front of people, which is something that the queen never did. You know, he'd be sitting there, and she'd be like, Ah, wait, where's little Porco? I want to see my doggo. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I don't know why I said anything just there. That's just uh, stupid. <laughs> Henry, Henry actually told her this as a quote. She had good reason to be content. Uh, sorry, she had, <laughs> you know, my me in quotes. She had good reason to be content with what he had done for her. Uh-huh. Uh, were he to begin again, he would certainly not have done as much. She ought to consider where she'd come from. And, wow. uh, and think a lot more about where he comes from. A penis. Talk about his dick. That's the yeah. only reason you're there. That's where you come from. Shortly after that, Anne's little dog suffered a fall and died. We don't know what it was, but I'm imagining the, ki- the king just punting it off of a balcony. Yeah. Well. <laughs> we all suffer. Okay, we yeah. all suffer. We we can all relate to this. I think. I think that's this is uh, history, not exactly worth noting. Mm. But here we are, Rose Morning Cast, having a good time. Shout I've out to Stefan Molyneux for no reason. <laughs> Stop <laughs> no. doing that. I've never heard of a dog dying from a fall before. Was this like some kind of Guinness? I have like record first. Uh, I don't know. Castles are tall. This is yeah. That's also true. <laughs> I I have a friend. I'm not gonna dox this person. I have a friend whose older sister had a teacup, one of those teacup dogs, and she wanted it to be as small as possible. So she basically starved the thing. She oh. gave it like nothing, and then it fell down the stairs one day, walking out of the apartment and died. Well, that's and, terrible. And it goes to show that women need to th- rethink what kind of dog they have. Get a and, mastiff, and perhaps if they want a a very small dog, they should encase it in in uh, a a a hamster cage, and leave it at that. And that's the end of the conversation. Resin. Careful if you, if you go too small, you got a rat on your hands. And not all <laughs> dogs are supposed to be rats. Yes, they're cute, but leave them in the cage. They don't need to venture. Their legs they get so tired. So also around this time, Parliament passed the Act of Secession, which meant that it was possible to investigate, hunt down, behead or hang and quarter people that did not recognize the king as the deputy of God. Wow. So the king is all fired up by this. He's like, did I talk to God? I know what he's saying. He's saying, come here. You're a good boy. Let me stick my penis in there. And he's just beheading people left and right. Mm, respect um, the badge. Yeah, he's he's doing that. He hates his wife. He's cream pieing every woman in sight. 
He holds these things called the Feasts of Ladies, where him and a bunch of, or a couple of lads that he liked, would get about 40, or 30 to 40 hot chicks and just get drunk with them. The Feasts of the Ladies. You know, I'm I'm sure that sounds great to a lot of our listeners, our our male listeners out there, who, by the way, you're pigs. Um, (laughs) I'm sure it sounds great, but remember how dumpy some of these ladies probably were they were getting dragged out of hay barrels to to be at these parties so uh not to say there weren't some beauties there and uh you know shout out to the ladies <laughs> fucking but, uh, it, it was probably a nightmare fucking beheading yeah. jousting oh yeah and there was also an accident another accident that happened where the king was unhorsed uh and his armored horse fell on top of him and knocked oh, him no. unconscious for two hours, and people thought he was dead. Because they don't know what unconscious means. Right. You're <laughs> sleeping or you're not. Who would fall asleep now? You've just been yeah. hit in the head, sir. Why would you be yeah. sleeping like this? They're just squeezing a rooster, like, over his unconscious body to try and wake him up. My liege! Right. Your horse did it wrong to you. Shout out to Toby McGuire. Well, he ended up being all right, and his dick still worked, which is the important thing. He has to get that male... Fucking vitality. boy. It's a male vitality. I can't now, imagine a red-headed Alex Jones at the age of 27 being this person. So if you want to paint that picture in your head, go for it. <laughs> so um, we'll easily see Alex Jones as the horse. Or go, ba- go back in the podcast to right before I said that and then skip 15 seconds and that will get the idea out of your head. <laughs> Some of the courtiers in his court... We're not too happy in the direction that the comp- that the country was going. They hated Anne, and they were like, we need to come up with a plan. And they realized that if the king could leave his wife, his one queen, his wife, and marry his mistress, maybe he could do it again. So yeah. they plopped Jane Seymour right in the path of the king's penis. A little Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour. Okay. His penis went right in there. <laughs> yeah, that's well. <laughs> everyone think about that, that sound too. Was that coming? Was that it coming out? Uh, I don't know. And I'll yeah. leave that up. I'll leave that up for the imagination. Ladies and gentlemen, the sound of the. <laughs> yeah, when whenever you're getting unhorsed with your special partner, think of that sound, and then you'll both come instantly, and then you'll hate us forever. Uh, see, no, sorry. <laughs> The Seymours were a minor noble household, and they wanted control of the privy chamber, the poo-poo land. Um, and they're like, hey, uh, he took the bait, he's going to fall in that vagina, and that's exactly what happened. They played this, their cards right, and people also started feeding the king with these crazy ideas that Anne had used witchcraft uh, to make women him do fall do in love with her, him, her. No jokes, women sometimes do that, though. I've seen it. What, you, what Hey Arnold world do you live in? He's living witches. in the real world. All right. I'm not going to shout him out again, but I think that's a, a sentiment that's very MGTOW. Oh, Which, okay. <laughs> Jesus. This uh, Nothing. I'm just, I was just mentioning, I was making a joke at your expense about the saddest community in the world. I felt it. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. I'm so, all right. Well, um, we'll talk later. Henry is now balls deep in Jane. And these cock and ball conspirators start making up tales about Anne sleeping around behind his back. The main culprit of these affairs was a guy named Mark Smeaton. 
And Mark and Anne met at a dog fight in London because they did do dog fights and cock fights in London all the time. Perfectly civilized. Then. Yeah. Perfectly lovely. civilized. Get in there. Mm-hmm. Um so one of the one of Anne's traits, as you can imagine, she was able to hook up with the king was that she was really flirty. Um so it was kind of easy for her to be pegged as cheating on Henry, even though there was no evidence of that. You know, she's just like one of those flirty people. You've met people like that. Do they do they fuck you? I don't know. That's never worked with me. There's almost no such thing as evidence at this time. (laughs) This is pre-testimony. Well, yeah, people believe in in all kinds of hoo ha about. Oh, uh, it doesn't matter. We were just standing on the table together. Uh, We're praising God. No evidence to be found here. She's beaten Smeaton, right? Well, they're hanging out together. Okay, so so uh, retroactive evidence. When historians look at the, these writings and everything that is there, there's actually evidence that Mark was not sleeping with Anne, but sleeping with Anne's brother. And these conspirators used him both? as the fall guy, and also to get rid of a sodomite. Because if there's one thing that they didn't like back in the day, it's butt stuff. Having fun. Look how far we've come. Okay. We're eating ass, doing weird things with elbows and anuses. People are mad about our lack of progression. I say, remove the mouth from the anus for just a minute and look around you. Smell the roses. We've made it so far. So Smeaton, this guy Mark Smeaton, was taken to the Tower of London and under extreme torture admitted to an affair with Anne. But when you're being tortured that bad, I mean, this is when they used to put people on the rack. Right. You know, nothing and, Nothing good happens in the Tower of London. Yeah. So he admits, he's like, yeah, I fucked Anne. And Smeaton was executed along with a few other suspects uh, that were uh, suspected of hooking up with the Queen. Great. But out of her 11, out of, out of the 20 encounters that she ha- that people were claiming she had, she had 11 clear alibis. Like, like, I wasn't even in London. Like, this guy was in London. They're like, you're a witch! <laughs> you, uh... Yeah, you had phone sex with him. Yeah. You're a witch. So, Anne was arrested, taken to the Tower of London, and on May 19th, 1536, at the age of 29, Anne was led up to the executioner's scaffold. Uh, she was wearing all red, Ooh. because she didn't want the blood to ruin her dress. When her head was cleaved off. Wow. And That's she did not very... she did not disrespect the king. That was a big thing they had back then. They you had to look good when you were gonna die. You can remember you're gonna go to Jesus. You don't wanna talk bad about people. Didn't we talk about this in a different episode? You would tip your executioner to do a clean job and to make sure you looked hot as fuck to that... all them necrophiles looking out. Yeah, that's that's I don't know if there's a tip. She was the queen. I don't know if she needs to tip the guy. But, she didn't uh, have any money anyway. Yeah. She never, she never made an honest dime in her life. <laughs> but so, you, she was. She would go, oh, here, uh, my husband, who's about to slay me, uh, bought me these pearls. Why don't you bring them home to your wife and beat her with them and then sell them to a pawn shop, okay? So Anne laid her head on the block and started repeating the prayer, Jesus, have pity on my soul, over and over again. The executioner's sword fell and chopped her head off in one clean cut. 
He lifted her head up by the hair to the crowd for all to see, and her lips were still moving, reciting the prayer. Metal. What, what, uh, what, what, what prayer was it? Jesus, have pity on my soul over and over again. You said that, but I don't know if that's true. I think maybe, <laughs> maybe something else, maybe a little more colorful. Yeah, maybe I saw the witch doctor, in. and this <laughs> is what go. he said. Bum, bum, ting, bum. ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, <laughs> ting, tang, walla, walla, bing, bang. You get, really get to show off, between all the Bs and the wah sounds, you really get to show off the lips, especially <laughs> to a crowd. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tang, everyone say it. You'll really know where your lips are, okay? It's good. So Anne's dead. Now uh, Henry has Jane Seymour, wife number three. <sighs> Jane does the impossible. She blasts out a son for him. Hey! This one's got a fucking flesh snorkel. Look at that. Yeah. God. It was a sickly son. Um, He did live long enough to inherit the throne from Henry, but then he died without any heirs. (laughs) Half credit? Eh. There's not much to say about plain Jane because she died in childbirth. But hey, he's got a son. Whatever. We're good. Cool. On to the next. (laughs) (laughs) We're good. She's dead. We're good. Next one. So around this time, Henry's like, dude, I'm going to still fuck mistresses. Gots to fuck me mistresses. But I should probably get like a royal wife this time. Like there's plenty of princesses out there. Like why do I keep going to these hoes? So he goes to the king of France. He's like, hey. Can you create like a lineup of princesses so I can meet them all in one group and be like, I like that one. So King Francis, the king of France was like, no, nah, dude, I'm not doing that. And and the ambassador of France said, then maybe your grace would like to mount them one after another and keep which one you find the most uh, find the best broken in. Is this the way the Knights of the Round Table treated your women in your country of past times? It's a great French accent. Um, <laughs> I, uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know, like because for a little bit there, I didn't realize that was an insult. I was like, "Sounds good." Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd be like, like, "Yeah, dude." <laughs> mounting him, broken Can I get in a pizza. Those are highly desirable. Uh, 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 those are aspirations for a king. I got nothing else. The weed is still growing. I can't do anything else for these poor people. I need to fuck. Yeah, the king is like, I am not good at this matchmaking. I'm good at the fucking. That's the part I'm good at. Yeah, matchmaking, you're asking not so me much. the wrong question, donkey lips. Get me a line of broads. <laughs> so he turns to his privy chamber. He's like, guys, find me a wife. Make sure she's super hot. Uh, youngish. Not too young, youngish. Well, youngish in these days yeah. is like fifteen. Yeah. Well, she was in her. He's looking for twenties. He wants like mama, oh. mommy material, right? Oh, he, he's going for mature. Yeah, mature. He's clicking the mature tab yeah. on like what? Where are we, Travis? Uh, fifteen, fifteen, 30s. something. Yeah, that's the mature tab in fifteen thirties Pornhub. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're twenty-two. I think that's still the case now, though. It's it's about hips and it's about saggery. Now saggery good, sounds good like word. a saggery sounds like a hate word, but it's not. So you can't cancel me there. <laughs> so even though Anne, you know, we're not counting Jane because she just basically got pregnant and died. Anne had got the axe right. Uh, the privy chamber was still 
fairly Protestant leading. Like a lot of these people hadn't changed over yet or Henry hadn't beheaded them yet. Um, so they didn't want to match make with any kingdoms that were aligned with Rome. They didn't want to align the king with the Catholic Church again. So they're like, Germany, that's the most Protestant. What's that guy? Martin Luther, that dude, he's from Germany. Like, let's let's go to the Germans. We'll get him a German wife. Nice. That sounds good. I'd like a German wife. So they go out and they're like, ah, I found one. Anne of Cleves. Uh, some backwater, like, uh, backwater German kingdom. Anne of Cleves. Cle- well, or- Cleves is, is the origin from the term Cletus. <laughs> Anne of Cletus. Yes. Anne of Cletus' loin. Mm. So Henry, now y'all have fun together. Henry signs over papers to marry her sight unseen. He's like, you, you guys better be sure she saw it. I'm doing she it. She better have two fucking nipples. All right. <laughs> well, that costs extra like guacamole. Eventually, 24-year-old Anne comes to England for the wedding. And the king meets her and like, what the fuck? What? You guys. You guys. <laughs> you, you guys. You guys. You guys. Oh, Where's the no. real wife? Oh, it, no. Are you telling me he wasn't a gentleman to his new wife? Yeah. Well, in his own words, he says, I see nothing in this woman as a man reported of her. I marvel the wise man who makes such reports as they have done. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, yeah, Ashton who's the Kutcher? wise guy? <laughs> Am I being punked? Is that Ashton? I, I too, have been on double dates, uh, blind dates, double dates, getting matched Ooh. up with people, and I have been seriously wrong with my first assumptions uh, based on what I'm told and based on my thoughts. Uh-huh. No one's perfect. I'm trying to stand up for Henry, but in the um, the polite way. Well, ladies wear deodorant because he also said... That he sees nothing fair and that she's had a very evil smell about her. Referring to, like, her pungentness, not, like, a bad feeling. (laughs) Evil smell. Yeah. It's like gasoline before that process is even invented. Yeah, so... I've I've smelt an evil woman before. She slashed your tires, Tom? No, I didn't have a car at the time. (laughs) Slash your hands? uh, She ruined me. She ruined me. By that, I mean, I'm exaggerating slightly, but <laughs> so I, not good. It's too late now. Uh, they have to marry. She's here. <laughs> you already signed the papers. <laughs> too, late. too late. She made it <laughs> here. She, she made it 400 miles. You have to touch her in the vagina now. Yeah, We're going to watch you. Well, yeah. So back then, they used to have the bedding ceremony. So this was after the reception, all the grooms would follow the, or sorry, all the bros of the groom would follow him upstairs where his wife was spread eagle on a bed for him. Then the groom would drunkenly mash his penis into a revolver and then pretend to come and high-five all the bros. Be like, yeah! We're all there, like, watching, cheering him on. Yeah! Because you know he's not not actually getting it up. He's drunk. He's fucking... They're wiggling on top of each other. Yeah. Yeah. She couldn't file a sexual abuse claim if she wanted to. That was just dancing. It's freedom of expression. It's Michael Flatley in Riverdance. The feverish squirming type of maneuver, Your Honor. Well, that doesn't count. So uh, what I just talked about, that didn't happen with Anne. They just went to bed. Like, yeah, we can just go to bed. It's fine. Did someone stab the mattress? 
on his side and then not stab the mattress on her side? Uh, well, Henry had figured it out. He did some kind of like marriage return policy because he just can refuse to consummate the marriage. Even went so far as bragging that he had ED. He's like, I can't get it up, dude. I, I can't fuck this chick. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Look at me. Look at my leg. Look at my leg. <laughs> Look at my leg. <laughs> Look at his leg. I fell off a horse. So um, uh, bragging about ED would be a nice thing if people could do that more often. I am so flaccid. Right? Yeah. Mm. Can we all just feel better? You got a group of men who are just being honest. Like, hey, man, I haven't had a boner in years. And then there, it's out of their system. They don't feel yep. inadequate anymore because there's like just, an air of understanding, right? And then all the guys who are still getting it up or somewhat struggling but still working it out, they feel better about themselves. It's a win-win situation. <laughs> if your cock doesn't work, go to Twitter right now. Say it for what it is. It's fine. I won't yeah, judge at you. roast mortem in there too, mm-hmm. so we know it's you. <laughs> Please let us know that your cock doesn't work, that, even if it's perfectly functioning. Yes, if if it is working. Lie to us. <laughs> so he said this about Anne. He said that I mistrusted her to be a maid, and that means a virgin, by the reason of the looseness of her breasts and other tokens, which, when I felt them, struck me so close to the heart that I neither had the courage to prove the rest of her to be as good as a maid. Courage. And I left, and I left her as good of a maid as I found her. A pile of shit. Did this guy just refer to a vagina as quote-unquote other token? (laughs) Yeah, other tokens. Uh, Okay, so back to what we were just saying about letting us know if your dick works or not. Use the term courage. I have courage, Roast Mortem. (laughs) Or I have not courage, Roast Mortem. Because that's what he seemed to lack. Mm. Yeah, I have courage. And let's put it this way. I got some courage sometimes, but I get it. Jameson gives me... Isn't there a slogan like without... Liquid courage? courage? No, it's like something... No fear or something. I don't, I don't know. know. So that's that's boner shrinkage-inducing liquid. Yeah, I've me. seen it a few times myself. So um, overall, I'm still alive, though. You're here. You're good. Well, Henry lied about his ED because uh, he had found himself his next queen, his mistress, wow. 19-year-old Catherine Howard. Who well, was Catherine? Who was the cousin of Anne Boleyn? Well, so he went for Anne Boleyn's mom, sister, mm-hmm. and now yep. cousin. <clears throat> so he had he had the marriage of Anne Cleve annulled because he did not know her carnally. <laughs> yeah, I do not know you uh, carnally. Therefore, we can be uh, not married. Bye. Can I please return this raincoat? I have not worn it during a rain once. Or had sex with it. Therefore, I feel it's returnable on all clauses. Thank you, Carhartt people, for understanding. Now, Anne Cleves actually got it way better than the other Anne, because she was given an income and two castles. Just like, you know, I'm sorry. You came all the way here, didn't want to fuck you. Here's two castles and like an annual income for the rest of your life. And Henry wow. and Anne actually would come, become close platonic friends after the annulment. He's, well, she still Anne, stank, so like he's not fucking her. But they shook hands. Yeah. And ate ribs together. Mick ribs. Mick ribs. It's a good relationship. Just stay over here. 
in your castles that are downwind. And we'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> yeah. I can be friends with you. I just can't get erect near you. That's fine. That's really fine. She she not not only does she make it out on top, unlike any of other the other um Henry's wives, but she's fine. <laughs> yeah, Deutsch the Deutsch fine. I got my castles. Yeah. Two of them. White bread dumplings for all my friends. I okay. <laughs> all right, uh you Sorry, got- I, I I've had a few drinks. I don't know if you noticed. Me when too. we started this episode, I, I felt like I had a few jokes. Now I'm just angry that I have no choices in my life but to listen to uh listen to a story about a man who had too many choices. <laughs> I, I suddenly feel very inadequate because I have zero castles and this woman some has how has two because she just smelled too much for the king. Right? Yeah. Right? I smell sometimes. Can I get castles? I'll smell however you want if you just give me rent for a month. <laughs> right? God damn it. Exactly. On to the next. <laughs> Catherine Howard. As I mentioned, she was a 19-year-old virgin that the king had made not a virgin. Good for her. That's what happens. Charmeleon evolves in the Charizard. Yeah. At this point, Henry VIII had lost his knightly charm, right? He was 49 years old, so very old man for his time. <laughs> he, he was fat, and he would burst into random rages from all the head trauma, and he still had that pussy abscess on his leg, which caused to him, it was he could barely walk. Okay, sounds like yeah. a good guy. He's got it all figured out. He's like a, um, he's like a guy who owns a, a Subway franchise, okay? <laughs> this is what I imagine all of them look like. This is also something I imagine a subway owner to do. When he hunted now, he would they would sit him in a chair and give him a musket because yeah. he, he couldn't fire a bow and arrow anymore. He used to hunt with a bow and arrow. <laughs> and then they would release a deer down a pathway of nets that just crossed in front of the king. <laughs> so he just had to sit there and wait for this deer that was just like steered in front of him to just Oh, there he is! Yeah, it's like an Elmer Fudd. <laughs> is that like those quail people? Is that where this came from? You know, the quail hunters, how they just, like, let go a few, like, already crippled quails, and then they shoot them with birdshot? Yeah, I think most hunters are cowards. Not all. What do you mean? Most. What do you mean? People want to eat food? No, like the big game hunters. Like those... All right, maybe it's not most. It's the ones that are hunting to be like, look what I got! Yes, big game hunters, that is one of the biggest small dick compensations. And I don't like to use that term a lot because I think it's it's used a lot uh, unnecessarily. But guys who are out there shooting big game elephants that are dying and they go over to yeah you know they fly into the congo and the con and, the, and then the congo are like it's legal to kill these animals if you give us a hundred billion dollars that might be blown up a bit they don't yeah. know what money is over there so they <laughs> they bring these these guys in they're shooting these things and it's just like i'm now a king i'm like henry the eighth i did it yeah <laughs> i can pretend i had sex with women and chop their heads off yeah, Whoa. I, I can still come away from this and go back to my my job thinking that I've cut women's heads off because I shot an old elephant. 
I think it's I think it's good. I think our society needs that. You killed Babar. Yeah, uh, th- we, we deserved it. I, I'm fine with it, really. Um, I I think it's stupid, but I think a lot of things that are important in society are stupid. Yeah, I revoke that. I don't think most hunters. It's the 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 that big hunter, big game hunters are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think oh I think guys who kill deer are cool because deer <laughs> are stupid as fuck. Too many the, deer. They're pretty dumb. We, we have a, had a friend that hit a hit a deer in the face with a, some hard boiled, no, not hard boiled, some cooked eggs. Some cooked time. eggs, yes. Yeah, <laughs> and the and the and the deer just ate it. A deer's supposed to eat grass, but it's like I don't know, eggs. Deers are jackasses. We also have way <laughs> too many of them on Long Island because no one hunts on Long Island. Lyme's disease. It's Lyme's disease. Yes, Con- Lyme, Connecticut. That's where it's from. They swim across the sound, and here you are <laughs> in a place like Long Island where all property is private. Unless it's wine dance, which the deers happen to not make it to, <laughs> send more deer to wine dance. I just thought of this campaign. Anyway, I'll shut up and write it down. Travis, you continue. So while all of this drama's unfolding, he's got a new wife. Um, he's beheading and burning people left and right. Like I said, he goes in these like blind rages. <clears throat> And people on his privy chamber were not safe. Thomas Cromwell met the axe, mm. as well as 200 revolters that were summarily executed. That's a 200 lot. people in like two days. Mm. They're just like, one, next. I mean, English people love a good cue. They really they, fucking do. Cue Amen. up. Come on. Cue up for your sausage roll. So he's uh, he's still buying property left and right, um, and every time he remarries, along with all the gifts that he has to do and the dowry and all that shit, he would have to redecorate every castle with the new wives' coat of arms and royal colors. So the wow. people of Europe, like the Europeans, the French, oh, yeah, what is this guy, Henry? They were calling him the English Nero. Ugh. <sighs> I like how you said Henry in a French accent. Henry. Henri. Henri. That's why I said Henri. Yeah, okay. So. Mm-hmm. May not say so. I always say so. I hate it. So, so, so. So, 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 so. Some, some so, guys so. are soy boys. You're a so boy. I'm a so boy. Yeah. This 19-year-old Catherine was one of the biggest spenders of them all. She would buy a new dress every day. Something that they noted in the, mm. the books. And when I say dress, it's one of those dresses that was embroidered with precious gems. Okay. But all but all she had to do was just ride this pussy leg king's cock. Oh, he also job. had he also had scurvy at this point because he stopped eating fruit. So that's another <laughs> too much trouble boiling it. Right. I would stop boil I wouldn't eat boiled fruit. Yeah. <laughs> just for the record, I'd have scurvy if I didn't love delicious orange juice that I was introduced to at some of my rich friends' houses. So she has to just ride this cock, whatever. She'll have everything. But she gonna fuck it up! Catherine gonna fuck it up! Okay, what, what happened? Catherine started an affair with the king's favorite wow. young jouster, a man named Thomas Culpepper. His now, second favorite oh. jouster was Lexington Steel because he brought his <laughs> own joustee with him. Can't yeah. get rid of it. Yeah. Culpepper was a real piece of shit, too. Uh, prior to him fucking the queen, he had brutally raped a commoner with three of his friends held holding her down. Then when the villagers oh. came to arrest him, he killed one of them. 
But because he was the king's favorite jouster, the king pardoned him. Kind of like, as you would see, a, a modern sports player who murders someone while drunk driving. And they're like, no, but he's good. He can throw the ball real good. He'll get hurt in jail. We need those fingers. Yeah. Oof. So thanks, uh, thanks, to the hell, thanks to the help of Catherine's maid, Catherine and Culpepper would meet up when the king was preoccupied, hooking up with some other chick or whatever. And these two would get together. And the maid would keep watch. Be like, oh, I hope no one's coming. You gotta get some, get some pushing up. Mm, get it. He likes yeah, when yeah. I do this. Your husband <laughs> likes when I joust. He likes when I joust back and forth. To which she said, hurry up. I have a dress to buy. It's going to be yeah. made of pool tarp and bedazzlers. I'm going right to Walmart because the king took me out of the precious metal market. Because maybe I'm a little expensive, but it's all right. Target is just as good as K. There you go. This one time, while the queen and Culpepper were getting it on in the queen's chambers, the maid was outside the door, standing guard. And all of a sudden, little pussy leg King Henry VIII shows up. <laughs> I say little, he was humongous. Uh, so he comes bouldering down the hall eh, for some tight wife action. He's got a weird waddle because of the yeah. leg. <laughs> and the maids are like, oh, hey, how are you doing, king? Uh, <laughs> great day today. Uh, do you see them, the, the deer out there? They're really jumping around. You But you're killing all nets. of them. Yeah. Get out and of the way. I'm horny and it's raining outside. And whenever it's raining outside, the women come in wet. I want a dry woman. I'll have my wife, please. <laughs> I want my dry wife, please. Want, yeah, one dry wife to ride my pussy lancer. I just learned a new trick for my favorite. He's about to learn a lesson, though. This is when the maid yes. starts realizing that his, his outward monologue has become <laughs> an inward monologue for <laughs> the people behind the door hearing him talk about mm. this dry wife. Yeah, so he's standing out there talking about his extra dry wife. And there was just enough time. The maid stalled him long enough where Culpepper was able to sneak out the window. And the oh. king entered the room and got his sloppy seconds none the wiser. Plenty broken oh. in. He's just become <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage for me. I, I, will t I will take responsibility for that as well. So he's Alex Jones, redhead, fatter. Randy Savage's voice. Oh, yeah, Eskimo brother. <laughs> <laughs> Some nosy plotters um, started to, you know, obviously they're catching on to there's a fair going. Like, your wife is looking very winded. Yeah, there's naked men repelling from the window. <laughs> <laughs> they notify the king, and, and he is like, all right, don't do anything. I'm going to send out investigators. And what he okay. found out went a lot deeper than Culpepper. Much, much deep, deeper, like knocking on the cervix deeper. Wow. Wow. So Two inches the tip deep. of the iceberg. <laughs> Let's give a little backstory on Catherine here. So Catherine came from a lesser nobility. She grew up rather poor. I think she grew up with her grandmother or something. I don't know. Her dad didn't like her or couldn't afford her. Send her off with their grandma. Okay. 
Now, I say growing up, she was 19 when she married the king, so, you know, there's not much backstory here to get into. But the investigators found out about, about a guy named Henry Mannix, and this was kind of the case of the neighbor's son and Catherine doing some coming-of-age romance, and Mannix wanted to fuck her, uh, and she was like, nah, you can't fuck me, but you can finger me. And oh, so, yeah. yeah, so Mannix then went around bragging about that he would marry her someday. And when people are like, yeah, sure, dweeb. He's like, I know her well enough. I have had her by the cunt. Is that verbatim? That's the grossest way. Yes, that was a that. quote. That was a quote from him. Had her I, by the cunt. I went balls deep into her asshole is way less offensive than having her by the cunt. She, he couldn't say that, though. <sighs> Well, what I'm saying is, is that when I hear that, yeah, I'd like to push any man who says that down a fire escape. Here's the, here's and, not, and not because I don't, I, I don't like them. It's just because they need to learn. It's scuzzy. Well, no, Americans have an adverse reaction to the word cunt. Dude, I love cunt. Cunt, cunt, cunt. cunt. Right. Because I, you went to school no, across the pond. Like in England. Cunt. Where you in took- England. Where you took we're, cunt class. Mm-hmm. Where fucking uh, second graders, or uh, w- whatever the metric version of that is, grade two or whatever, year twoers, like, like they say cunt between like their recess breaks. No, you know what I mean? <laughs> Cody, Cody, what I just said. I went balls deep in her asshole. Uh-huh. If you use the American English version of cunt, which let's say it's pussy. I had her by the pussy. You grabbed her by it. Yes. Oh, that's uh-oh. bad. That's, that's bad. bad. And it's not yeah. because of what you did. It's because of how you said it. You, you <laughs> slimy tard. Uh-huh. You orange ball bag. Well, look, I'm not one to point fingers, but if I ever hear any of my friends say that, I will push them down a fire escape. <laughs> that was very no serious. Jokes. No Tom. jokes. No yeah. jokes here. I was, wasn't joking. He's not joking. No, that's a warning. So, yeah. <sighs> what this piece? This piece of history pissed off the king. He's like, "All right, my wife got fingered. Mm, I don't like it. I know it was before I was with her, but my wife got fingered. I don't like it. I don't like this. I don't like this. She's uh, no. supposed to be a virgin. Remember, like ah, she's supposed to be a virgin now for a fingers virgin count? and a finger virgin. I'm Henry the Eighth. I'm never Henry II, okay? You understand? <laughs> then Henry found out about another commoner, Francis Durham. Mm. Now, Durham had fallen in love with Catherine before she started hoeing with the king. It may have been a fact that they were husband and wife. We don't know. They could have Ooh. actually been married. Well. Durham was questioned, and they were like, yo, do you know what was the deal? And he said this. He said, I've known her carnally many times, both in my doublet and hoe, in between the sheets, and naked in bed. Why can these guys not just lie for them for their own preservation and go, Slept nah. never, never saw her. I have no idea who that is. Well, here's the thing. is Most of them are being tortured, and there's guys with big swords. They're like right. chopping off fingers and stuff. Right. So you say, take my fingers. Let me give you the truth. I have no idea who that bitch is. Yeah, take my fingers. You can take them all. I don't care. I live a I useless life. 
I I sew hay together for horses to eat. You don't need to sew it together. They'll eat it anyway. My job as a peasant. My job as a peasant have has left me so so empty inside. Take my fingers. I don't care. I'll find a pair to fuck. Even though Durham had fucked her before she was married to the king, he had deflowered her. And this was terrible for the king to hear. He's like, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I mean, this is still a hole. <laughs> but the big but the big FU from Catherine was when she made him, Durham, the head of her house staff. Like, he was already her house staff, and then they found out about this guy and the fact that they had a history. So they're probably still fuckings when they're changing the sheets. Right. Hmm. Wait, they're fucking as the sheets are being changed. So yeah, like, just do it around like, me. Walk. Just do yeah. it around me. The yeah. maids are like, "Excuse me, sir. Lift, uh, lift your puss leg, or not your puss leg." No, he's like, a regular boy. <gasps> oh, yeah, on pussy leg. If you didn't know, the tag goes on the bottom right end of the bed, so you always know how to orient the sheet. Okay, it's not that confusing. And then the investigators found all the juicy deep details of Culpepper, which we talked about. The king was furious when he found out. He grabbed his sword and got up to kill Catherine on the spot himself. Then he broke down crying and said, "Uh, I have such ill luck meeting ill-conditioned wives. Okay. He, here's the thing. It's not that he emotionally had a change of heart. It's that he couldn't catch Catherine because of the pussy leg. Like, (laughs) Oof. You know that game when you're playing tag with somebody in like the schoolyard and you just keep circling around like like the the playground and like the fat kid can't catch you? That's right. what Catherine was doing to stay away from Henry and it just worked so well. He broke down then. Right. And and you uh, you know that he's in charge of the scribe there, right? So he gets to put down whatever he said. Oh, my oh, yeah. ill wives. Why do I have such a hard time getting wives that aren't so dumbly ill? It was nothing like that. It was probably like, my leg hurts. And I don't <laughs> want to do it. it anymore. Somebody <laughs> throw this bitch out the window like an Easter basket. Because it's England. If you haven't been to England before, that's something they do. They throw yep. They throw baskets out windows. And they say it's basket day. Basket. Yep. Right. If they basket. tell you otherwise, they're lying because they're ashamed of it. Right. I'm looking at you, Englanders. So the finger boy, Mannix, he was smart. He's like, once the investigators questioned him, he disappeared. Because even boy. though, yeah, he was like, I'm out of here. These guys from the king came. I'm just going to leave. They never found him again. I left. He probably left England. The one smart guy of this entire fucking fiasco. Yeah. Fingered her. Bounced. Yeah. Even though he had just fingered her like when they were kids, they were both children. Like the king wanted him dead. Mm. So he left. He's out. Durham and Culpepper were not so lucky. Even though Culpepper was banging the queen while she was met while she was married to the king. He received a beheading because he was royalty. Durham, on the other hand, was a commoner. So he was hanged to the brink of death, then pulled down and watched his dick get cut off and thrown into a fire, then disemboweled while still alive until he was finally beheaded and quartered. Okay. All because he had slept with someone before they got married. 
what's with you and having subjects have peeny penises chopped off and thrown into fire? I don't like them. Get rid of them. Travis hates penises. Yeah. Hates Mine's been gone for decades. His yeah. pe- That's yeah. what the hernia surgery was, actually. Uh, yeah. 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 That sanguineous fluid seeping out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure, Travis. I just got a bigger one put on. That's I like chopping them off. I put a bigger one on. You got a bigger well, one? Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. why, why yeah. do you get rid of the old one? Why don't you just double barrel it like a fucking Klingon or something? I like new construction. I don't want to do like a reno. So both... Culpepper and Durham's head were put on spikes on the tower bridge and just oh. left there to rot. As for Catherine, she watched from the Tower of London as her lovers were killed. Then her maid, who assisted her on the affair, had gone crazy. So the king and they're, they're like, "You can't execute someone that's crazy." Uh, the, so that the king be cruel. went. That would be yeah, really cruel. We should yeah. put him in a in a, in a barrel. And then send him down <laughs> the river. <laughs> but that because one guy, hang him, chop his penis off, throw it in the fire, and then quarter him. Had so he the king, been ill, we would have put him in a barrel. <laughs> the king went to Parliament. He's like, yo, Parliament, you have to pass a new law because I'm king, even though Parliament's supposed to be like independent democracy. He's like, pass a law uh, so I can execute people that are mentally unfit. To be executed. I think like, that, right. that law is a... To- that's a, that's the sanest thing this guy's done. Mm. If if someone's crazy, do you really think they're having that much fun? Just help them. Oh, man. Crazy people have the best the fun. Help death? I, the circle of life. <laughs> Guys, sing it. Let's get canceled mm-hmm. by Disney mm-hmm. first. It moves let's, us all. Let's pretend. <laughs> That every crazy person we, we've ever met would be like better Walt if they lived Disney's longer. Son. Okay? I don't see the, the cruelty. Th- like, oh, is he fit for trial? It doesn't matter. Throw him in the barrel. Shove him over Niagara Falls. Let him get some <laughs> rain in. One quick rush. He's dead. Bottom of it. TNT, way better than, uh, than, than 30 years in a cell going, I swore that the queen was really an alien. Who gave me a tabernacle to which I could decipher the truths of God? That's not fun. Kill him. We'll just smush it. Compromise with me, Tom. Ready? So you know how ancient, like Romans, not Romans, ancient Spartans would, if like a baby was born in a city state that was a little too lumpy, they'd just take him up a mountain, and if the baby could like make it down the mountain, they'd keep it. So sure. like, let's just let's take the crazy people and just like drop them off in like fucking Trenton. And if Dude. they can get all the way back to England, they're fine. Crazy people are resilient. I live in Portland. They're everywhere. Let's they're going to make it. Let's, start, let, let's save on travel expenses. Let's meet in the middle again. How about you just give them uh, like a 35-piece puzzle, okay? And see if they can put it together. Season tickets to IHOP where they live. Right. And then if they put it together, right, then they're fit for trial. And actually, the puzzle <laughs> will just say, you're going to die now. <laughs> and you win. And the smart ones, what the smart ones will do, they'll see, they'll go, oh, well, I'm almost done here. I got 32 pieces. I'm going to die. I'm going swallow to swallow everything. What is this going to Swallow the entire puzzle. Right. Just swallow it because then now you're crazy and, and Henry will forgive you. It doesn't matter what just Clemens put you is in the there. barrel. Right. He's going to go to Parliament and go, that crazy fuck. I'm not talking about him. I want to kill the other ones. He's like, he's teetering. Yeah, so this maid was put to death. <laughs> she she completed the puzzle. You know what? God bless her soul. 
So Catherine's there in the tower, and she knows her death is imminent. She So she requests the executioner to send her the block that she was going to place her head on so she could practice placing her head on the block Whoa. to look good. Wow. It's like, th- this is how I will do it. Oh, oh, maybe I should try it this way with the cock, the 1080. <sighs> you know, like, That's, you uh, see... Commitment. You see those little North Korean kids playing nylon string guitar, bopping their heads back and forward. And then this person who's apparently more important than 99% of people on Earth doing that. That's what they think practice is. This is SoundCloud rappers. This Just put the block in my room, and the block is a MacBook Pro and a, and a yep. Snowball Yeti. <laughs> and it's band. the same thing. And they're just killing themselves slowly. Little, I went to McDonald's. Wasn't that Arnold? I like spaghetti. I'm going to be ready for these beats. I'm going to give you the streets. See, uh, my point here is that was too good. That was too good for a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. Uh, my point is, is that there is no like problem with today's kids. It's always been a thing where people of, of privilege think that practicing uh, stupid things is going to get them somewhere. Well, in this case, it got her nowhere because she was beheaded February 11th, 1542. But, but she looked good worked. doing it. Yeah, the practice really showed. Are you sure? No. Uh, no, she was probably screaming. and <laughs> This one didn't take it very well. She probably voided her bowels <laughs> after yeah. the sword came down. Right? You know, you know when you practice saying something that you're going to say to someone and then instincts yeah, kick yeah, in yeah. and you sound like an idiot? Well, that's her in front of a, a, a hundred thousand people who are going. That yeah. aunt is gonna die. So, like, you're you're worried, like, <laughs> proposing to your like future wife. So you're just like, uh, "Will you marry me? Will you marry me?" And then, like, when the time comes, you have the ring in your hand, and you're just like, "How are you about you make me sandwiches for the rest of my life?" <laughs> Not <laughs> smooth, exactly, Cody. That's the point I was trying to illustrate. <laughs> a week after the execution, Henry was looking for his sixth wife. Uh, six times the charm. Yeah, six time is the charm because, uh, yeah, he found another Catherine, Catherine Parr. Dude, that's th- three Catherines yeah. and two Anns and one Jane. And a partridge in a <laughs> par tree. So Parr was a lot closer to her age, his age. He's like pushing fifty. She's in her thirties. Oh, yeah, the milf tab. Yeah, thirties. Um, they married in fifteen forty three. Catherine was actually pretty chill. She helped mend the relationship between Henry and his two daughters that he had turned into bastards, both Mary and Elizabeth. She's like, "Dude, you got some two nice girls here. She'd probably like give them a check every once in a while." Well, she 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 may have reached out to them. I mean, like, look, get them the edible arrangements. With the s'mores kit. He doesn't eat fruit anymore. <laughs> he eats a lot, though. So just send yeah. him that, and, you, and he'll give you $100 million, and you can marry any of the Pope's kids you want. That's a trick. That was a joke, because he doesn't have any kids. During this marriage, uh, he was, you know, still fat, out of shape, a gimp. But he was at war with both Scotland and France at the same time. Wow. He actually took the battlefield in France. He was only there for a couple days, but you can see his oversized armor that currently lives in the Met in New York. I've seen it. It's humongous. It's pretty cool. If if you're in New York, look, go to the museum that 
doesn't have Teddy Roosevelt in front of it, although now they both don't have Teddy Roosevelt in front of them, I think. Why? Then they take that one down? I don't know. It's a sad <laughs> place. If you're in New York, get out. Doing. Yeah, just don't go to New York. I mean, the armor is cool. Just Google it. Nice. There, there was, of course, fights between the two of them, between Catherine Parr and Henry. One time he issued a warrant for her arrest after a petty Ooh. argument. Um, he gave the warrant to one of his counselors and sent him out to arrest her, but the officer dropped the warrant like it fell out of his pocket. So he arrived at the Queen's chambers like, you're under arrest. Here's the warrant. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, I'll be back later. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's freaking out because obviously, you know, she knows what happens to <laughs> arrested queens under Henry VIII. Right. But, but by the time it took the counselor to wrangle up the guards and get a new warrant from the privy chamber, because he didn't want to go back to the king, he's like, okay, guys, so just write me another one? Come on. Um, the king and Catherine had made up, and when the counselor showed up with his guards, the king and queen were laughing, having breakfast. Smart queen. I like that queen. Yeah. I changed and your mind. Yeah, and She's so the guy cool now. We had words <laughs> and breakfast. The, the guy comes up and the king is pissed. He's like, "Get out of here, you arrant knave, beast, fool!" Mm, what an like idiot! He couldn't tell what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> the king was so fat and his legs were so shot that he actually had one of those wheelchair stairs. You know the infomercials? No way. Where they An sit acorn? and they go, yeah. Sit and they go up the stairs. Cool, but uh, it wasn't so high tech. It was just a bunch of pu- bunch of pulleys that <laughs> they fucking pull him up the stairs. Extremely high tech, though. A few yeah, at a, the time, a few boars on either end. Uh, I'm just imagining just some man, like fat man, rolling upstairs, being pulled by pulleys. I, I, oh, I got him himself. <laughs> No, no, he's he got can't. servants he's, for that. Yeah, he must have like three or four, like you know, like like fifteen year old kids just yanking those pulleys. Cody, What's that job title called? Uh, groom of the pull, fatty the tugger. tugger. They used to call it fatty tugger, fat tugger. They just fat tugger, fat tugger. Also, Cody, I know we're on the same page already, but you did just ask a man, like if a man was lifting himself. Uh, when in question, the same man. Hired people to wipe his anus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he was still firing his own musket. So I was wondering if he could, if he was yanking his own pulley. He doesn't take anything to fire a musket. He pulls we, could, the we could, we could disprove that. I actually think um, not loading, but firing a musket is easier than wiping an ass. Yeah, flints are tricky. Absolutely, you got to reach. Are we talking? No, about no, the no. He's or the anus. He's he's having someone prime the gun for him. He just needs to pull the trigger. Yeah, no, he's having the finest flint. Well, actually, these were matchlocks back then, so he doesn't even have to worry about a flint. No. Just, uh, yeah. Travis, with the firearms history. Yeah. Uh, w- would anyone like to ask me the question? Mike, how about you ask Travis the question? Oh, I so, hate Mike. Uh, how does this guy die? I tried. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. So he had a really long, drawn-out death, kind of like his marriages. The gist of it is shitty, pussy legs, fevers, just the hot mess. And the cause of death is unknown, but historians believe that it was a pulmonary embolism. 
Mm. At the ripe old age of 55 on January 28th, 1547. Bubbles will fucking kill you, man. As a a guy who's really on point, I would like to say, perhaps posed to the historical societies who give a shit about the eighth, that perhaps it was the English sweats that took <laughs> I was our dear pussed leg gentlemen. Mm. I may have been the dreaded English sweats. Uh, So if you're wondering what happened with his lineage, just a quick little thing. His son, the one I told you that was all sickly and shit, he took over. He was Edward VI. He was crowned and then died, didn't have kids. Then Mary I, which was Henry's first daughter, became the queen, one of those female monarchies. Okay. Progressive. Then she died like two years after that. And his other daughter, Elizabeth I, took over. And I think we might go back into both Mary and Elizabeth. They were fat shit. Just like their father. Wow. Well, Travis, I want to be the first to extend a thank you. Thank you for doing this research. Thank you. Thanks for getting us to the bottom of this fucking song. Okay. I'm Henry the Eighth. I am Henry the Eighth. I am. Oh, that's him. I'm married to the girl next door. She's been married twice before. Right. So if you've heard that song before, you now know why it's a great song. Because there was a great man behind it who didn't know what he wanted. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the classics. I think that's like their new, uh, their new anthem. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. I did a lot of research for this. I was gonna make it two episodes, but I was like, ah. We didn't. He, he, he killed. He killed a whole bunch of other people. But I was like, let's focus on these fucking cum-filled wives. Well, outside of editing, we've been rolling for about three hours and ten minutes, so I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's a long episode. All right. Thanks so, for hanging in there. Yeah. Now you know. Now you know about Henry the Eighth. And the O. Henry bar. You ever had one of those candies? They're, mm. It's an all right candy. It's not good. <laughs> it's all right. Just like the king. Right. Just like and, the king. He was all right. And just like treats and other stuff you should know about, it should be patreon.com slash roastmortemcast. Yeah. That's where you can give us money. So, um. Shout out Sean Bowrain. I, I don't yes, know why Sean. I would have to explain that to you. Give us money. Okay. Um, Bowrain. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, Sean Bowrain. Number one, best guy. High score. Also, all of our Patreons are cool. We've been hanging out Mm. more with them. We've been doing the Discord thing a little bit, uh, a little bit more. Got a nice, nice community. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, I like I like the folks I talk to there. Shout out to Joey! Shout out to Joey for sending me those books. I'm gonna read that shit. Oh, Joey! Joey sent me beers. Yeah, Joey sends things. Yeah. Joey Sends, that's his new name, Joey, Joey Sends. Joey Sends, Johnny Sins. It's like they're, they're twin <laughs> yeah. brothers. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I can imagine his body looks just like that. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. More uh, hair. Do you guys have any other words to say on the out, outside of this? I, I always say, you know, rush us to the end. Uh, I just want to say, keep the sun out of your eyes, be yourself. Don't, don't have sex with children. Even if you're going to die young. Well, even if it is, that, yeah. <laughs> what a note to Patreon. Yeah. We say it on Patreon. We said Patreon.com. Yeah. All right. Bye. Shout out to everyone. 
Spaghetti um, Williams, especially Spaghetti Williams. He wrote Star Wars. like horrible thought i just realized what's that like mid-show what was that it, it it happened when you're saying like oh uh was it catherine or blanc that malnourished the in your in utero uh child and killed it yeah which one was it blanc or catherine oh, catherine catherine did that you know, you know what like yeah elizabeth elizabeth I was realized. a hot mistress that right. you know, probably ate a lot I've come. There you go. That's what I realized, dude. Like, when your dad, when anyone's dad knocks up their mom and makes them pregnant, there's got to be, like, one night during the pregnancy where, like, your mother was just like, honey, I, I don't want to, I don't want to jump on top of you. Let me just suck your dick. You know what I mean? Like, oh, she's too heavy. She's late in the, tr like, third trimester. Like, let me suck your dick. You get that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You, like ask the fetus with an umbilical cord, and if your mom swallows, you you just got some of your dad's cum in you. <laughs> I was actually listening to Not for Human Consumption this week's episode. Uh, uh low hanging flute, I believe. Yeah, and they were talking about at least just randomly in their you know, whatever conversation. They were talking about how like the dick is designed to like scoop out cum like that's the shape of the head like it's like a it's it's a it's to scoop out other men's cum like the flare in it to, and that uh, and that to, some semen is not even made for like impregnating they're like warrior semen to be like nah bitch i'm like to fight off other men's cum that just to box out. out yeah and well, box out that's good <laughs> yeah we're talking about penises being a scoop for other men's cup. I've heard of this. I think that that might be uh, somewhat reading into the design of a penis. You know, like, you know how people say, oh, when you cut the grass, that smell is like a warning to other grass. That's <laughs> well, that, that I don't buy that either. I think it's a lot of happenstance because grass doesn't move. And when it comes down to it, a penis barely moves. It's the <laughs> hips. Well, you know. That drive a sperm to egg. I don't know. Sp sperm and egg fucking physics are really weird. I've watched like like in other animals and shit. Like, God, it's crazy. It, it's it's a vicious place. I'm not saying that uh, it's not competitive, but I will say that I think that is a coincidence that people like to pretend is some intelligent design. I think a cock <laughs> is just a, a thing coming out of our body being weird. <laughs> All right, so <coughs> excuse me. Now Rick, you can put that at the end or throw it out. Who cares? 